is Free Talk Live. It's your show, and you can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number at 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And it is Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. By the way, it is the Labor Day edition of the show. If you're listening to us live tonight, you are listening live because we are here in the studio ready to take your calls about whatever it is that you want to talk about. Uh, doesn't have to be Labor Day related or anything like that. It's still Free Talk Live. Anything goes. And it's uh, it's still the main hosts of Free Talk Live doing the show. You know, I was listening to uh, a show today. Uh, Rush was a repeat, repeat as you okay. can imagine. But uh, the Glenn Beck show actually had a, a live person on. But he was a fill-in. That's better so than nothing. It's it's better than nothing. It's nice to have live content. But isn't it even nicer to have the main uh, show host whom you uh, you know tune in for? I'm sure both of us would have liked to have spent the evenings with our respective significant others. But... I, uh, I like doing my job. Yeah, I love being here doing this show. So here we are. The number is 800-259-9231. It's a good thing we're here, too, because there's a lot to talk about. A lot of police state news is coming out of the Minneapolis-St. Paul area. And we, of course, uh, talked last week about the police abuse that was going on at the Democratic or outside of the Democratic National Convention. As I pointed out, I could give a damn what goes on inside the Republican or Democrat conventions. What's interesting to me and relevant to me is what's happening outside to the people that are there protesting it. Or, in this case, the people that are preparing to protest, uh, protest it. Because, as I understand it, the Republican Convention doesn't start until tomorrow, is it? It's not today. Don't ask me. I know they're not starting today. I'm pretty sure of that much. And what have the police been doing to preempt protests? Yeah, well, there's been some stories coming out, more and more stories coming out of Minneapolis at the end of last week. And um, I I know you saw the video where the uh, cop just brutalizes that woman, knocks her to the ground. That was from Democratic. That was from the Democratic National Convention. I guess I can't tell the one from the other. But yeah, it is it is hard to tell. Uh, I don't know. The the Republican National Convention, how they're handling this may be they, they may have taken a little bit more of extreme stand with this. And maybe it's because they, I don't know, learned a thing or two during the Democratic one. But they are taking preemptive measures this time. And we didn't hear about that happening outside of the Democratic Convention or, or in advance of it. If it happened, we, we certainly didn't hear about it. You're welcome to share if you've, if you've spotted something. 800-259-9231. But I don't know where to start here, Mark. Should we start with the story of the police raiding homes in advance uh, of the like anarchists and other protesters that are there raiding their homes or should we start with the police taking a bus on the side of the road emptying it out hauling it off and leaving all the protesters on the, the side of the road let's start Pick with the, the homes okay here we go here is a story from the daily planet in the twin cities I heard somebody saying they're coming, they're coming, and feet pounding on the back stairs, pounding on the door, saying they had a search warrant. They busted through the door, and they've got their guns cocked at people. Sammy shoots, held tightly to five-year-old Gabe, who'd been watching a video with his mother and father and about 20 other people when the police stormed into 827 Smith Avenue in St. Paul, Minnesota, ordering everyone down on the floor. All I could feel was Mama Bear, do whatever you want to me, but I need to get my son out safe. He was watching his dad get handcuffed, and he's saying, Mommy, Mommy, why did they crash through the door? Gabe's question remained unanswered. Ramsey County Sheriff's deputy said they were executing a search warrant, but would not show a copy of the warrant to lawyers or reporters. More than a dozen... Let's stop right there for a moment. Now, I could make the argument that the whole search warrant thing, just like the courts, 
are essentially nothing more than a public relations cover for men with guns going in and and disrupting people's lives. I mean, if they were actually looking for a murderer or something like that, then that would make sense, right? But usually when they have a search warrant, it's because they're searching for drugs, or in this case, they're searching for protesters in their propaganda. I love how they're calling them anarchists. Where do you hear about anarchists on the news ever uh, except in stories like this, except you mean? In, yeah, yeah, a few stories like this. Every once in a while, you'll see uh, something, uh, you know, some protesters called anarchists, and I guess I've seen, uh, you know, some some kids that stole a flag right. and uh, I think burned it uh, called anarchists. But I, you know, when do you ever hear people use this terminology, anarchists? Yeah, this is pretty much it. And I actually saw a copy of one of the warrants. I don't know if it was for this house because they've raided several homes, from what I understand. Uh, I did see a copy of one of the warrants, and they're. They're taking the, uh, the, their handouts, whatever it is, the material that they have. They're labeling it propaganda, of course, and they're confiscating that. So they're not actually arresting anybody, as you'll find out here in a little bit. They're just terrorizing people. They're just trying to scare people out of protesting. But, I mean, you know, what's the crime there is no crime. That's why there are no arrests. You see, that says it just doesn't make any sense. First off, I'd like to know what the, what do these people call themselves? Do they call themselves anarchists? I'm not sure about yeah, that. I think it's fair to call somebody an anarchist if they use that term, but uh, you know, to just make up maybe your some, own term, maybe some that, do. Doesn't, I don't that know. seems like propaganda to me. Well, more than a dozen police vehicles. Right now we're just talking about 827 Smith Avenue, where almost all unmarked, by the way, those police vehicles, and more than 20 sheriff's deputies and St. Paul police arrived at the building at about 9.45 Friday night and were there still until 1 a.m. when the person who wrote the article left. After handcuffing the people in the building, police processed them one by one. Each person was asked for identification, name and address, and then photographed. So that's in the building. That's in 827 Smith Avenue Mm -hmm. where they were doing that. They did not arrest any of these people. They handcuffed them and processed them right there. They were given ID, name and address, and photographed while still on the premises of the raid. Kind of interesting, huh? Do they do that very often? No. Is this this unprecedented? I don't know about unprecedented, but it's certainly unusual. People who'd been inside the building told similar stories of police entering with guns drawn. They said police rushed past the security desk on the first floor and used a battering ram to crash through the second floor back door. They said, if you don't show us ID and get your picture taken, we will arrest you and take you away. Uh, by the way, I'm, uh, I got an IM here from one of my one of my uh, crew of geniuses. Apparently, one of the anarchists um, was a uh, the, the leader of the group carried a yellow flag with the motto "Don't tread on me." Uh oh, sounds like one of our people. Yeah, sounds like a libertarian. Michael Gross, president of Communities United Against Pro- Police Brutality, said uh, she, apparently she'd arrived, or he had arrived, five or ten minutes before the raid began, planning to attend a meeting, saying they never said what the basis for the arrest would be. We were waiting for a meeting, for God's sake. I can't tell you how much like a police state that felt to me. Well, guess what? That's because this is a police state. And the thing about all this is, and we've just barely scratched the surface of some of the things going on in St. Paul. The thing about all this is, go ahead and search the Internet for this story. Johnson, uh, our former co-host, was looking around for instances, iterations of this story. They're just not out there. The, The national media does not even know if they know this exists. They aren't paying any attention to it. Mm. This is not news. The fact that the police are You'd raiding think that people's a, a homes. A liberal press, as we're, yeah. you know, as as the you know the Republican talking heads would have us believe, mm-hmm. that there's this liberal press out there. The liberal press would be covering this, but it doesn't sound that way to me. It sounds to me like the press is pro-state. So the police threatened these poor people who had not harmed anybody else, had not threatened anyone else with harm. They 
threatened the police threatened these people with arrest if they didn't follow their orders and give up their identification. But again, what would they have arrested them for exactly? What would the charges have been? This is all intimidation. It's always obstruction. Right, but it's all intimidation, right? They want you to be obedient and do as they say. Give them the information they are demanding, or they threaten you with harm. They threaten you with the loss of your, with an even further loss of your freedom. After each person was uh, detained, uh, excuse me, after each person was released after being photographed, exiting the building and crossing between police cars to a crowd of cheering friends on the sidewalk across from the building, no one was arrested, but sheriff's deputies remained inside the building. Eventually, a city contractor arrived to board up the building, allegedly for unspecified code violations. Mm, always, Saint, they always use that kind of stuff. St. Paul City Council member Dave Thune said he was trying to find out who ordered the building locked up and on what grounds. He says, this isn't the way we do things in St. Paul. I don't want to get the city sucked into something the sheriff's office is concocting. said that someone had called the city contractor and ordered him to secure the building, but it was not done according to St. Paul's usual city procedures. And the building had been rented by the RNC Welcoming Committee as a convergent space, open to activists for meetings, eating, and just hanging out. So it basically was a staging ground for the protesters. Mm -hmm. Earlier in the week, a large downstairs room in the former theater held tables of literature and about a dozen computers set up for free Wi-Fi access for visitors. Large maps showed downtown St. Paul streets. The kitchen was spotless, with stainless steel refrigerators and a gas range, looking like a commercial kitchen in a church basement. The second floor room where Sammy and her family were watching a video on consumerism Friday night, had comfortable theater seats and space for meetings. Come back with more on this particular story. What sort of things did they take? What were they looking for, allegedly? And can you believe this is going on? Is this the first time you've heard of such a thing? And if so, what do you have to say about it? 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It seems that things are getting pretty nasty out there in the world of the police state. More coming up. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything via the toll-free number on this live Labor Day edition of the show. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us online at freetalklive.com. The features are free, and they include the archives. If you've missed a moment of the show, just click and download right there from the front page. You can get access to an entire year's worth of the program totally free for you at freetalklive.com. And Free Talk Live is brought to you by the great people over at SACL CAI. Jason Osborne and his crew, they have a full-orbed approach to account recovery. It's really three companies in one. They do collections, early out billing, and they purchase charged-off receivables. SACL knows the way they treat your customer reflects on you. Their staff is respectful. They record every call, and they have the best equipment money can buy, so your business is handled as efficiently as possible. See their banner at freetalklive.com. That's SACL, C-A-I. Starting things out here tonight, we brought you a story from the Daily Planet in the Minneapolis-St. Paul region where there's very, very little coverage outside of the Daily Planet and the indie press as far as what's going on there. Uh, Salon.com's Glenn Greenwald has a few things to say about it, but as far as the the mainstream media sources, it's pretty hush-hush about what the police have been doing to these protesters, the people that haven't even really had the chance to begin their protests yet. They are attempting to scare them in advance by raiding their homes, raiding their staging area. We were talking about how they were uh, raiding one of their staging zones where people can go and hang out and they can eat and socialize and plan and they've got maps and, you know, handouts and stuff like that. They're getting ready to protest. 
And the police came into one of these locations, as well as some of the homes of some of the activists recently, and they terrorized these people. They kicked in the doors, bashed in the doors with battering rams. They pointed their weapons at people as though... As though they were just, what, waiting there for the police to come and, and shoot them? I mean, it's, it's absurd enough to bust into a drug dealer's house with a bunch of guns pulled. Uh, but it's, it's really absurd to bust in on some nonviolent protesters here. And so they didn't arrest anybody. They threatened them all with arrest if they didn't follow orders and give up their identifying information. So they're cataloging all these people. They photographed them all. And then they unhandcuffed them all and left after several hours. Makes you wonder what they had uh, in this, uh, you know, what, what their suppositions were with their arrests and that kind of thing. Now, apparently, there's, uh, you know, there, you know, they, there's been some 13 arrests and uh, agent provocateurs have, uh, you know, quite possibly are posing in here, people with uh, black masks. Well, we know for a fact, according to Glenn Greenwald's article, one of them that we'll, we hopefully we'll get to here, where the federal government is actually involved in this. The, the feds are being either consulted or playing a major role in this because FBI people in FBI jackets have been seen hanging around the, the local police. And essentially there has been uh, definite confirmation that the FBI has had or maybe the local cops have had people infiltrating these peace groups that have been infiltrating the protest groups. So it's definitely going on out there. And we'll get more information. But let's go to your phone calls here first and talk to somebody who's actually in St. Paul. Uh, it's Slacker in Minnesota. Minnesota, you're on Free Talk Live on the amp line. What's happening, boy? Hey, what's on your mind, yeah. dude? I live here in St. Paul, and basically all this was, it was just a shakedown. It was to get these people's pictures, get their mm-hmm. names on a list for future reference, of course, and just basically, you nailed it, to scare them, to scare them away, to intimidate them, all that. What have you been seeing as far as the coverage is concerned there in the area? Is it getting a little bit heavier coverage there? Yeah, yeah. The local news, they covered the raids. Um, That was Friday night, I believe. Mm -hmm. They covered the raids, and um, they basically said, you know, the people were complaining, um, and they went down there with the cops and the guns and basically intimidated the hell out of these people for really what looks like no reason at all. Well, the reason is they don't want them to show up and protest. They love but, they but love they harassing anyway. people. Well, yeah. In fact, there is a part of one of these articles where some of the people say that this shakedown, this action by the police just makes them want to go out and protest even more. And that's what we see when the police arrest activists around here in New Hampshire is it just it riles people up ever more and it makes them want to get more active sooner rather than later. So, you know, they may have some real unintended consequences as far as more people may join the protest because of this. They want less people, but maybe they'll get the opposite of their intentions. I I can certainly hope so. No, because the news they balance that out by calling these people anarchists, oh, and then yeah. they show they then they show they don't show the people peacefully protesting. They mm-hmm. show the vandals on TV breaking the windows at Macy's. Did that actually happen there? People yeah. broke windows. Yeah, yeah, they got it on video. I watched two black or two kids in black masks, black attire, and they threw like something right through the plate glass window at Macy's. Broke several of them. They yeah. chopped up a cop car pretty bad, too, with, like, a pickaxe or something. Hmm. Well, 
you know, it's a good a good question to ask is how much of this violent activity is actually being perpetrated by agents provocateur or is being encouraged by those very same people? Oh, I would say encouraged because the dudes that did the window at Macy's, I mean, they got it on video. They show them do yeah. it. And these guys were, they were pretty young. There's no way these guys were federal agents. They weren't old enough. Well, but that's not that necessarily, mean, it's not that necessarily feds that, they that are agents. Get egged on, though. Well, now that that's doesn't not, mean not, that they didn't get... Yeah, I understand what you're saying, but I'd like to point out that uh, it's not just the feds that are known for infiltrating organizations. Local sheriff's offices have placed, have been known to uh, to put insiders uh, on the inside of organizations that are people they want to keep an eye on, peace groups and, and other organizations like that. So you could have a very young gentleman who has uh, just started with the sheriff's department, and he could be assigned to something like that. It's certainly possible. There are some pretty young undercover agents out there, from my understanding at least. Yeah that, yeah, that could be. I read something today, though, that said that the feds did infiltrate these groups already. Yep, yep that much is true. I saw that as well, and uh, thank you uh, for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. We continue. Dave is on the line in Ohio listening to WAIS. Hello, Dave. Hi, guys. Hey, what's on um, your mind? Happy Labor Day. Yes, sir. Did you know where the modern term of anarchists came from? Do, no, I don't. Go ahead. Uh, Ever hear of the band the Sex Pistols? You think that's the case? I'm pretty sure anarchist yeah. is an old word. You mean as far as it becoming popular? Yeah, Anarchy in the UK, the song. It yeah, is a I've popular song. Certainly heard the song. If you look at the video, Johnny Rotten standing in the back with Sid Vicious and the guitarist and Paul Cook, the guitarist, but the drummer's up front. I never pictured you as a uh, as a rocker, Dave. Are you kind of a punk punk rocker? I like it. That's good. It's good stuff. <laughs> Thanks for the call, I'm a man. Rocker. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. Uh, we'll get back to more details on this story here, but let's talk to Joe in Pennsylvania. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Joe. Yeah, I've had several uh, experiences like that during the Vietnam War. What do you mean? Uh, in high school, we had class picnic, and a lot of their uh, students were gathering for prayer instead of having the picnic. And the some of the teachers and principals were treating them rough and then say they would be at a bad mark on their graduation record and everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they were intimidating them? They were peaceful. Yeah. They were in prayer because some of them have lo- had lost their relatives in Vietnam. Mm. And they were praying for guidance instead of picnicking because they weren't in the mood. So you're saying that the, the teachers and administrators threatened them with some sort of administrative punishment? Well, they, they abused some of them. Like physically abuse them? Yeah. Pick wow. them up by the ears and try to strangle them, get up and play and mess them. They weren't moved. Some of them had lost their brothers in Vietnam. The more power these bureaucrats think they have, the more dangerous they become and the more out of control. And I thank you for the call. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. We'll tell you what else, what other police state horrors are going on there in the Minneapolis-St. Paul region of Minnesota in moments. With your help, we can spread the message of liberty around the world. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier for just $3 a month now at amp.freetalklive.com. If you can't afford it, keep enjoying us for free. If you can spare the three, visit amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's the live Labor Day edition. You can take control of the airwaves by uh, the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. 
Again, that is freetalklive.com, including the Shrine of Female listeners. Dozens of ladies have sent us their validated photo to prove they listen to the show. Just head over to shrine.freetalklive.com and see what that's all about. That's shrine.freetalklive.com. Still waiting for a new chapter at freedom-engineering.com, but... You can go re- read Chapter 6 and the uh, five uh, uh, preceding uh, chapters. Um, chapter 6 is Subterranean. In it, Tab Galahad goes to hell. In hell, he finds nanobots, killbots, sexbots, supermodel clones, immortality, and a rocket ride, ride off this pale blue dot. Go to freedom-engineering.com. That's freedom-engineering.com. 800-259-9231. Uh, just getting news here from the uh, Twin Cities, TwinCities.com, that the National Guard is being called in to Minneapolis-St. Paul to supposedly quell the violence. So I guess all the police and sheriffs and federal agents that they already have there, that's apparently not enough to handle a, a few rowdy protesters. Now they need to call in the National Guard with all their automatic weapons and whatever else they want to, you know, whatever other military equipment they want to bring in there. Is this really, is, is that martial law when the National Guard comes in and starts occupying the it's streets? It's looking close. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, martial law is uh, something that they, when they say we're declaring martial law. Right. But, but if it uh, smells like a rose right. looks like a rose then oh, well anyway let's continue with your phone calls we'll give you some more details on what's going on there in the uh out, or rather outside of the republican national convention let's go to dave listening to the people's republic of somewhere you're on free talk live hello dave gentlemen dave what's on your mind well, well a couple things now i hear you guys talk it seems to me they got the national guard at the top of the mississippi and down at the bottom of the mississippi today mm. yep yeah, of all days, Labor Day. Too bad them boys got to work. Go ahead with your thoughts, sir. What else is on your mind tonight? Well, I see you guys are out of uniform again. You know, if, you? You live in a, if you live in a police state, you ought to have the decency to wear the proper accessories. <laughs> yeah, like the brown shirts, you mean? The accessories they were giving out yesterday were the yellow uh, bracelets. Oh, yeah, I heard something about this. Now, this is different from the blue armbands that they were giving out to the so-called American citizens when they raided the, when they raided the recent uh, uh, one of the plants that I guess a bunch of immigrants were working at down south. They gave armbands to people to identify who was illegal and who wasn't. But now yellow armbands what's, or yellow bracelets, what's, what's this all about? Well, see, the, I guess the blue armbands for the people that were going right to the detention center. But the yellow oh, armbands... Those folks are being medically screened before it determines which shelter they will go to. This is down in the hurricane zone where they are taking people on buses and that sort of thing to different government shelters? Yeah, and Tyler. I, I'm, I'm assuming it would be Tyler, Texas. Tyler, Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, it, I just, you know, I saw I, I a picture of that, and I just thought about, like, Dr. Mengele supervising the selection of the arriving transports at the concentration camps. Yeah, it does it does seem kind of spooky. I mean, that's what I, though it was those people's choice to be taken care of by the government, right? Those people that they're hurting about, they chose to be evacuated by the state, did they not? They could have gone their own way. Well, sure. Yeah. Sure. Well, the they, state they, has to have some way to track its its human meat, I suppose. So, I don't I mean, it's definitely disturbing. I I'm certainly with you, and I I'm glad you brought it up. Any other thoughts for us, Dave? Uh, no, that'll do it. Thanks for the call, dude. Let's talk to a different Dave and go to Dave in Montana. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Dave. Dave Three days two. in a row, huh? What's, what's that now? Three days in a row. What, what does that mean? You calling three days in a row? No, three Daves. Oh, three Daves. I think there's only been two, but three go ahead. Three callers 
in a row was named Dave. I'll take your word oh, for it. Oh, you're right Dave about that. Here. Dave in Ohio was on last segment. Go ahead, sir. Hey, uh, it's always the story. It's still the story of the Tories versus the Yankees, huh? I don't understand. What does that mean? The Tories were the people loyal to the king living here in the colonies. Yeah. Saying them Yankees, them rebels were making a problem. It seems like most people are loyal to the king, though, these days. There's just not much talk about what the Yankees are doing, if we're using those terms, for the so-called anarchist protesters down in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Nobody's paying attention. The pictures are taken. Mm -hmm. The feds are building a big library of facial recognition. So, like, if you go to walk in a building, they got a camera, Mm -hmm. and bing, you're in it. They go, yeah, this is one of them. That's an interesting uh, point. Yeah, you can better believe that information is getting shared with the feds if the feds are involved in this investigation. A national national face recognition now. You know, it's at all the... you, you won't, them guys won't be able to fly now. They're going to get bugged when they go flying. Yeah, and these poor train, saps, but... they don't realize what they've done to themselves by yeah. identifying themselves so to the, the police. So what you got to do is wear like, uh, like, like sunglasses made out of heavy, big metal so it disturbs the facial, uh, Recognition. You well, know, that's what. That's bones. if they've already <laughs> caught you. Ideally, what you should do is if if you. That's if you've been caught in catalog, trying to avoid being detected. If you've been caught and they're trying to catalog you, don't give them your information. Don't give up that uh, the info they're looking for, and let them go ahead and arrest you, because then you won't at least be in their catalog. You won't. Uh, you know, you don't have to consent to that. But they did. They consented to it. To having well, themselves photographed and fingerprinted. I'm thinking they're going to get, you know, put in the book, but it's the national recognition. Hey, I got a poem about uh, McCain's pick. Okay. Real quick one. I think it's a lame and great shame that John McCain had to use a dame to gain his own fame. That's cute, Dave. I thank you for the call tonight. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. Frank in New York is on the line. Frank, you're on Free Talk Live. Frank in New York yeah. going once. Hello. Good evening, gentlemen. Hello, I wanted to uh, mention that uh, actually the father of anarchism was the uh, uh, Russian philosopher of the 19th century, Mikhail Bakunin. I've heard the name. And he wrote, he was very influential. He participated in the Lyon Commune, which predated the Paris Commune. He attended the first international uh, in Switzerland with Marx and challenged Marx on various issues. But what's interesting about Bakunin is that in many ways he w- his concept of liber- liberty was similar to the libertarian socialism or the free will of the individuals to, in a sense, uh, govern their own lives from the aristocracy. And his most important books were uh, Statism and Anarchy and God in the State. And ultimately, uh, he was one of the most interesting characters. In fact, I remember as an undergrad reading his uh, uh, Statism and Anarchy uh, alongside Bernard Balin's Ideological Origins of the American Revolution. And it's very interesting because uh, I think right now with our liberties being encroached upon Mm. by the totalitarian state, that it's time that we sort of go back to the roots, at least philosophically, and start to read you know, what these um, important philosophers had to say about these concepts. I I agree that uh, educating oneself is certainly very important, and I think that once you're done educating, though, it's time to stop reading, put the book down, and actually do something. Absolutely, and that's actually what Bakunin did. He he, he predated Sartre by about 100 years, 
and he wanted people to take existential responsibility for their actions and actually put in uh, uh, egalitarian principles for all people. He was one of the early supporters of labor unions. Well, we definitely do need to take responsibility. I mean, I agree, with, I agree with taking responsibility. Everybody in America needs to take responsibility for this totalitarian state. I thank you, Frank, for the call tonight. They need to take responsibility because if it weren't for your consent and if it weren't for your silence... If it weren't for your standing by as your fellow man is being just ramrodded over top of by these government goons, their lives being stolen from them, their money being stolen from them, their property being stolen from them, their time and their friendships and, and everything being just crapped upon by these government people. If it weren't for everybody just standing by and saying, well, it's, at least it's not happening in my neighborhood or at least it's, you know, at least it's happening over there to those drug dealers or right. it's happening you, to those immigrants. If you let it happen to the other guy, then by the time they come for you then there won't be anyone left, as the, uh, the poem, uh, you know... It the seems father, like there's barely Martin anyone Niebuhr left. The poem went. Yeah, it seems like there's barely anyone left to stand up for these uh, protesters in Minneapolis. Hardly anybody's talking about this. Not in the mainstream. How many talk radio shows are covering this today? And it, Besides saying that people are burning stuff and, and destroying things. Maybe yeah. they're covering that aspect of it. But I don't think they're covering the human tragedy stories, and there's a lot of them. We've just barely scratched the surface here. 800-259-9231. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. This is the live Labor Day edition. Toll free is 1-800-259-9231. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. And if you like the show, want to help support Free Talk Live, shop with us at amazon.freetalklive.com. When you start your shopping experience at that link, Free Talk Live will get a percentage of your purchase. A great way to get the stuff you need for life at a great price. Free super saver shipping on a whole lot of items. Get your shopping done and feel good because a percentage is going to Free Talk Live if you enter through amazon.freetalklive.com. Before we continue with the calls here, real quick, was looking through some of the pictures from the protests and the police response over at startribune.com, one of the local papers in the Minneapolis-St. Paul region. And as our board op uh, commented during the break on an instant message to me, he says, both sides look like jackasses. And I agree. I mean, I absolutely agree. But I think that what we're seeing here is sort of an inevitable response to what happens when you use force on others. Now, we know it was the government that initiated the aggression. They did it a long time ago. They've been initiating aggression on their neighbors since the government's been in existence. So it's the government that initiated the aggression first. It's the government's aggressive ways that generate all of this animosity. I mean, if there was no government and no Republican or or Democrat national convention to attend or to protest, then what would these guys be protesting? How many other times do you see behavior like this? Do you see people um, in the streets throwing things through windows, doing damage like that, besides after a soccer match or something like that? <laughs> they do love their football over in, uh, in Europe. But where else? I mean, there's baseball games where that happens, too, here in America. I didn't mean to pick on, on football or soccer. It seems like there's a lot more uh, stories of riots after football. Uh, either way, sporting, sporting events seem to get people all riled up. But beyond that, where else do you see this? You don't. You don't. So this is a response to this authoritarian state that we have. 
I'm not excusing the property damage that's going on here. I don't want to make it sound like that at all. I think that's awful, and I think those people should be paying restitution because the businesses that they're destroying the windows of are not the ones that are creating the problem. They're just selling products and services. If, I mean, yes, they did destroy some police car windows. If anything, if you're going to destroy some windows, that's what you should destroy. I'm not advocating violence. I'm not advocating that. But leave the business owners alone, man. They're just victims like everybody else. So, well, if these guys are uh, anarchists, as uh, the, the the article claims that they are, then perhaps they don't like uh, mercantilism. Well, yeah, I'm sure or, they're anti-corporate know, or whatever. and right. all that stuff. Right. So, but it's again, all of this action, all of this activity is in response to this totalitarian state that we have, and the more violent the state becomes, the more likely these people will become violent in return, and the violence will feed on the violence, will feed on the violence until. Until they really bad happens. Yeah, until they start putting people in death camps or work camps or whatever kind of camps they're going to build for those who step out of line. Right. And it's just very disturbing seeing all of this happen and knowing that there is another way, knowing that there is a better way to solve this government problem that we have. And the way is not through violence. Because as we've seen for all of history... Using violence against those who would deem themselves as in charge doesn't ever achieve the ends you're looking for. No, it doesn't. It just doesn't work. It causes un- unintended consequences and causes the other team to hunker down and build up their defenses and go out and attack, and then the other side attacks, and then the other side attacks. It just never ends. But, but it's understandable that that's what people do because they don't know anything better. Well, they, yeah, they, they for one thing, that's all that's been done throughout right. human history. Right. They don't know anything better, and it just seems like, well, that's what they're doing to us, so that's what we should do back, do unto others, and all of that. And it's just, it's incorrect, and it's, and it's inappropriate, and it will not achieve the ends you're looking for. If all of these protesters would, instead of gathering together at uh, one particular location and just scaring people and destroying property, if instead of doing that, and again, I know most of the protesters are completely nonviolent and peaceful. But that doesn't, that doesn't prevent them from getting pepper sprayed and hurt <laughs> by the cops. Nope. No, it doesn't. If you're somewhere near someone with a black mask, you are, you are possibly going to be rounded up and hurt. Your collateral damage. Exactly. And they don't care about you either. You're nearby. That's good enough for them. So if all of these people were to, instead of gathering together in this one place and doing these violent protests, if they were to just simply non-cooperate where they are, maybe get together where they are and do non-cooperative action, I think it would go a lot further toward actually making, uh, making a change. We don't have the police raiding our meetings here in New Hampshire. We have a uh, meeting full of free marketeer, anarchist, uh, voluntarist types every single week, and we haven't been raided yet. You know, they, they've no real reason to go after us because they know we're not violent. We've made it very clear in everything. Whenever it's whenever the issue comes up, it's very clear. Peaceful evolution, it says on freekeen.com, which is uh, one of the websites here in the Keene, New Hampshire area. So clearly there's nobody advocating violent amongst our group. Well, I think so don't hang out with those people. That's one of the problems is tolerating the violent people. When they, people start uh, using violent rhetoric, they should be ostracized because they're either a fed or they're crazy or stupid, and they need to be ostracized. This may very well have happened in Minneapolis, uh, you know, around the convention. They, may, obviously, they raised, um, they they raided one place where you know people were just hanging around. It was just some headquarters. Well, they claimed they found caltrops. Caltrops. I was looking through. Is that an English word? Uh, it's it's something that I think was used a lot during the Vietnam War. They're basically spiky things, as as I understand it. They okay. Can, 
Uh, they might be worse than that. You should go look it up to get the definition of that. But I'm looking Wikipedia at the, is wonderful for that. I'm looking at the warrant here. Uh, one of the warrants on one of the locations they raided, this was just a home that they raided. It's a different location than the staging ground we had talked about before. A lot of these items are being labeled as propaganda. They stole a lot of pamphlets. Uh, they, they, the, these, I'm talking to the police. They stole these things from these people. They went in and they took, uh, they took computers. They took, what else here, cans of paint. They claim they found 37 cal, uh, caltrops. They found uh, mass storage, all kinds of electronic devices they took, and they claimed that all of these, they claimed that they, these were illegal. They claimed in their warrant that they're looking for all of these things, including Xbox gaming systems, cell phones, PDAs, MP3 players, notes, how maps, did, How did child traps, by the way, get, illegal, get to be illegal? Can you define caltraps? Yeah, Did that's you, what you thought it, um, thought it was. Spiky it was, things. Yeah, spiky things. <laughs> I guess you could throw them underneath a police car, you but could. it's not illegal until you do something like that. Right. So you destroy property with them. And uh, data, they are looking for data here. Proof of residency, related documents to show constructive possession of property. These are the things they were looking for. So there are, these are many of the things they took. Uh, urine and feces they were looking for. It didn't say they took that, but apparently urine and feces was on the list of things on the search warrant. I guess in case they had, like, bottles of poo that they were going to fling or something like that, I guess. I, I don't know. Yeah. They, I mean, they put everything ex- but the, the kitchen sink on this list. They have <laughs> it's PVC a pretty, or it's metal a pretty thorough list if they're including urine and feces. Yeah. So they went in and they stole all of this stuff from these activists in advance of them actually being able to do their protests. They threatened them with arrest. There's more to say about all this, but let's get back to your calls here. I believe uh, Gene is on the line in Tennessee, the Gene the Christian Anarchist, and you are en route to Minneapolis, right, Gene? Yes, I am in Atlanta. I'm on a layover. Uh, sorry for the noise in the background, but airports are never quiet. Sure. But uh, I'll give you a report on personal observations after uh, after the thing is over tomorrow. I'm going to, uh, of course, go to the Ron Paul rally in Minnesota. And, um, uh, and I heard that it's completely sold out up there. They don't have any more tickets left. Wow. Um, I'm a little curious what those Caltran things are. What kind of spiky thing are you talking about? Uh, Caltrops. Caltrops. Like, I, I guess they must be um, t- in order to take horses out uh, if they're medieval, and they certainly have that look. Um, they're just uh, they're, they're four spikes coming out of a uh, central axis, and uh, you know. So, so whatever so way you lay it down on the ground, it'll right. pop something. It, it, yeah. It, it, one one spike is always pop um, pointing straight up. Anyway, um, the violence is going to get beget violence, and yep. the greater violence that the police state inflicts on the people, eventually that will come back, unfortunately, to hurt those who are putting out the violence. Now, uh, and neither side knows also- this. Neither side knows any better. I mean, the police, they have families, and they think they're doing the right thing. And these protesters, they think they're doing the right thing. But it, neither of these uh, techniques is going to result in any peace in the future. Well, but, I mean, you do have a right to inflict violence back at oh, I agree. the person, at, at the force that's inflicting violence against you. So I agree. actually, uh, the only ones that are to blame are the police. Because they're the ones that are, they, they drew first blood. Yes, and except for the case where the pro, well, except for the case where the protesters go and destroy other people's property that, that aren't the police or the or the government. There well, are those yeah, cases. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate, and they shouldn't be doing that. Um, they get, uh, I suppose, in the frenzy of the moment, they get out of control and do crazy things, and later on they probably regret it. But you know, the poli- the difference there is the police 
when they do crazy things and destroy innocent property, they never regret it. Keep us in the loop. Gene, let us know how it goes for you up there, and hopefully you'll stay out of a prison cell. I thank you for the call tonight. Good luck. 800-259-9231. As we continue here with this live Labor Day edition, there's some good news to talk about tonight. It's our second year anniversary here in New Hampshire tonight, Mark. Yeah, that's true. I like that news. Anyway, there's more on the way here, plus uh, the latest still from Minneapolis. There's lots more to tell, and your call's coming up in Hour 2. It's Free Talk Live. You ever have one of those days where everything goes right? First, I get the best parking space at work. Tonight, I have a date with the very lovely Rachel. And today, I gave a killer presentation in Sydney. Finalized the contract in London and demoed our new product in Boston. Online, from my desk, with WebEx. WebEx lets me take meetings and give presentations from my desk. I just talk to clients on the phone, and they watch what's happening on my desktop from their desktop. So I can travel the world and still be here for my date tonight with Rachel. Travel less, meet online. Go to WebEx.com and try WebEx free. Just click the radio graphic and enter promo code 600 to get a free trial and a free webcam, too. Remember that code 600 to qualify for the free webcam. WebEx, now part of Cisco and used by more than 5.5 million people every month. Give it a try, free. Go to WebEx.com and enter the promo code 600. W-E-B-E-X.com. Free webcams available while supplies last. Terms and restrictions apply. See website for details. This is Free Talk Live. We are launching into hour number two of the program. It is the live Labor Day edition of the show. The toll-free number is 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy them all on us. Unlike those other talk shows that want to charge you for accessing their websites, we go ours away. So enjoy it. Freetalklive.com. More coverage of the police state outside of the Republican National Convention to come here. Your calls, though, are primary. So we go to the phones and talk to Paula in Florida. Paula, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Paula. Hi. Hey. I've been listening to you guys. Uh, I tell you, this is really something else. And I'm going to tell you what, the people have got to remind Washington that they are our employees, okay? <laughs> they work for us. No, like I don't we, know about that, Paula. I don't oh, know yeah, if that's true. Do. do you sign we their are, checks? We, we pay them, okay? No, no. Do you sign their checks? Who the signs the checks? The money comes from the money that goes yep. into the Federal Reserve, okay? I agree with Paula. They're, they're Actually, it comes employees. from the money coming out of the Federal Reserve. But that but, does come from our pockets, though it's not by our consent. But anyway, the thing is, is that, like, this war that we're about to get in with Russia, I just sent GW a note, and I told him, I said, we have control of our government. This is our government. Mm. I said, you work for us. And I, I said, don't know. I think it's their government, Paula, and I don't no, think you and I have much government. to say about it. It is our government, okay? Mm. Sounds and like a nice idea. This country has to do with us, not the government. But the thing is, they have no control over it either. But anyway, the thing is, people Who has got control? You've got to control this, what's going on up there in Washington, D.C. Now, they, we found out today that Britain and Israel both have been controlling our Congress. How are they and doing so that? I told him today, I said, this isn't going to happen anymore. I said, they're not going to take control of our Congress. Well, there are actually some people, Mark, who have suggested that the U.S. government is actually a corporation owned by the Pope. How about that one, Paul? Have you heard that one yet? <laughs> Oh, God, what a bunch of lies. But anyway. Yeah, you think that's a lie? Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anyway, what the truth is. All I know is there are people that want to hurt me and my friends, and I don't like that very much. Well, they call they themselves have the to government. Be reminded that they work for us. We are their but, they, but people have been reminding of that, them of that for a long time, and it doesn't really seem to have much effect on what they do. 
Well, we need to get some new sheriff. Like, we have a sheriff that we just got in the office here, and he's going to fight all this. And, I mean, like, he's right. had a lot of complaints about the officers and stuff. Good. And, anyway, my husband used to I would like department. a sheriff that would arrest any IRS or DEA or other federal agent that stepped into uh, the geographic landmass known as the area around this place in Keene, New Hampshire. Yeah, That'd be nice. The, but the that sheriff won't happen. of the county, he is the most highest official of the county. He can keep the feds out. He can can he? But will he? Because then he won't get his federal funding, and they sure do love that Homeland Security money. They no, can they buy don't. new toys not, and not stuff with that. Don't. Yeah? Anyway, the I thing hope is, you're right, he can Paula. arrest them, he can actually jail them, okay? Cool, I hope that happens. Let us know when it does, and thanks for the call, 800-259-9231. You keep trying to get control of the government back. See if you can, see if you can pull that one off. Well, she's got that fax machine. That is an influential fax machine. We continue to the amp line. Alex is in New Jersey, and you're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Alex. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? I was reading an article about the Large Hadron Collider in uh, by CERN in Europe. Okay. And um, they're going to be opening soon. I believe it was uh, October 21st. And what they're going to do is they're going to take these particles and smash them together at nearly the speed of light. These are the quarks. And um, they're, they're, a they're lot shooting... of people, like a lot of scientists, don't like it because they claim that it's going to create black holes and take over the planet and kill us all. <laughs> right. Now, these are quarks that they're shooting all over the place, right? What? They're shooting quarks. Yeah. Okay. Now, isn't it the Big Bang, isn't that supposedly occurred because of the collision of quarks? I assume so. I'm no uh, astronomical uh, physicist or anything. I think that it, it, it seems like a pretty uh, so there really could be a black hole. <laughs> outrageous thing to be doing. But um, the, the one thing that kind of gets me is that they're trying to use the government to shut them down. Really? Yeah, they're trying to do this uh, human's ri- human rights organization, and they're trying to get them to uh, say, oh, well, this is uh, taking over my right to life because it'll kill everyone. How about so all the government? I think it's funny they're getting all upset about these uh, scientists playing around with quarks uh, when there are lots of nuclear weapons in the hands of madmen all around the world. <laughs> they don't really care about that, huh? Yeah, the European Convention of Human Rights. That's what they're citing. Hmm. Well, I've I actually saw a video from TED, which is this kind of uh, I guess yearly convention of a bunch of geeky people that are really really smart uh, about stuff like this, quarks and living forever and things like that. They meet and they talk about stuff. And I saw this I think on one of those videos where they were talking about this hadron collider and what it could do. And it sounded like they like this was pretty neat that they've never done something like this before, and it could result in all kinds of discoveries and and new knowledge for for humans, or it could result in a black hole and we could all vanish in an instant. <laughs> or, you know, be turned inside out or go into a new dimension. This this one scientist, he said, um, I quote, My calculations have shown it to be quite plausible that these little black holes survive and will grow exponentially and eat the planet from the inside. Wow. I've been calling for CERN to hold a safety conference to prove my conclusions wrong, but they have not been willing. Talk quote. about a way to go, huh? Dying in a yeah, black that'd hole. Yeah, really cool. I guess. It'd be, it certainly would be unique, though. I guess not unique to everyone because we'd all be ex- experiencing it at the same time. Can't say I'm excited about the idea, but uh, I don't know what you're going to do about it. You know, I mean, what, what, a black what hole, anyone's going to do about it? Would a black hole be able? I don't. I really don't. I'm like you, Alex. I don't know much about the whole space sciencey stuff. But would a black hole be able to suck in the sun? Would the sun itself be I think extinguished? Be big enough? Yeah. Absolutely. I would. Okay. I would say so because the uh, when suns collapse, they if they're big enough, they turn into black holes. Right, and you're saying this black hole would keep getting bigger and bigger exponentially. So. That could yeah. be, it could be uh, curtains for the whole Milky Way. 
Yeah, but, you know, trying to relate it back to the police state, this is where government comes from. You have these people who are always afraid of, you know, what's going on, and they try to use the coercive monopoly known as the government to try and get what they want, Mm -hmm. unfortunately. I thank you for the update tonight, and uh, Alex, thanks for the call. 800-259-9231, the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything. I hope that an organization as big and uh, smart as CERN is um, Mm -hmm. would... Done their homework? Yeah, would would not be creating black holes all over the place. (laughs) Well, I'll keep my fingers crossed, Mark, because there's not much else I can do about it. No, no, there's not much any of us can do about it. Uh, And I certainly wouldn't advocate uh, the government going in and and shutting them down, because they'll just take their experiments somewhere else, do it secretly. 1-800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. Let's continue here and talk to, I believe, Jeremy is on the line in Montana. You're on Free Talk Live. Jeremy. Hey, guys. Good hey, to dude. talk to you again. I want to talk about chemtrails. No, I'm kidding. You've used that one before, Jeremy. It's getting old. What else you got tonight? <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. But, uh, yeah, I was going to say um, about uh, this hurricane. It's total nonsense to have the government have to escort all these people out of town and uh did i wanted you guys to talk about uh all the people getting pepper sprayed and all that that are protesting the war over there yeah they are really liberally using that pepper spray on those crowds people Uh, should show up wearing gas masks there are some people there with gas masks actually and uh and they've hit news media with pepper spray and so again if you're even in the vicinity of somebody wearing a black mask uh they'll just go ahead and pepper spray you too it's just awful what's going on out there. We will return to our coverage here in a little bit. Any other thoughts, Jeremy? Yeah, um, I wanted to say that um, I might end up voting for McCain simply oh. because of the hard-working woman that he's... Uh, yeah, but she, you know, but just because president. just because she's a woman and it might be I don't know how hardworking she is. She's a politician, so she seems like a pretty average type gal. No, just because she, she's a woman and not McCain doesn't mean she's a good good lady. She, this woman is dangerous. Well, uh, look, um, she happens to be you know I mean, adamantly pro life, but myself, you guys know that. I've heard I've heard worse, uh, Mark. I've heard that it's, it's that the pro life thing is just one bad thing about her, and there's a lot more. The more you dig, you know, certainly the more you find. She's just another politician, and you don't get picked for vice president. Jeremy, thanks for the call. You don't get picked for vice president of one of the two major parties unless you're a party adherent, and you bad news. She's right. bad news. She's absolutely a conservative and not a libertarian, and people are trying to call her a libertarian, but she does seem to be for smaller government in some ways. There's a group called Libertarians all, for McCain. I mean, I'm these people. All I'm saying is she seems to be rather um, integrous. She kicked a whole bunch of, um, you know, she went after a whole bunch of Republicans in her, uh, you know, administration there. Um, not in her administration, but in the uh, the Alaskan government and, and turned the apparatus of the state after the politicians. I kind of like that. I got to say, of the four people that are in the uh, presidential run, if you want to call the, the, um, the vice president's people in the run, she to me is the most exciting. That ain't saying much. 800-259-9231. You could take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number. She's just another thug, just like any of the other thugs in D.C. You can uh, bring up anything here on this live Labor Day edition of Free Talk Live. Gotta vote for somebody. No, you don't, and I will not. I 
not sure what was happening there. Sorry about all that. 800-259-9231. The SACL... Hang on a second, Mark. No, it has a little feedback there. SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-800-259-9231. All right, so you can bring up anything. It is the live Labor Day edition of the program, and we will continue here with your calls about anything you want. Cliff in Florida on the amp line. Hello, Cliff. Hey, what's going on, guys? How are you guys doing tonight? Great. What's on your mind, dude? All right. I just want to start first by saying something. That, um, I spoke once with an ER doctor who told me, well, assume that whenever you see a patient, a patient in the ER, that whatever they're telling you their causes are, it's a lot worse. So talking about what's going on in Minnesota, I just want to mention whatever you actually see on TV and hear in the news, it's probably much worse than whatever, whatever you actually see there. You mean as far as but, the police state, uh, the police yeah. cracking down on protesters, things like that? Exactly. But um, going, to, going on to the reason why I really called you guys uh, was actually a case from Minarchy, which I, now I don't feel like making the argument anymore because of this whole Minnesota stuff. But, um, <laughs> well, <laughs> but uh, my whole premise was this. Here's a, here's, a, here's a reason, one of the reasons why I can't go with a, a, complete, a completely uh, free market-based uh, system, I guess you can call it. Okay, and what would that let's be? Say, let's say in a case like, uh, I know even Ian, you'll, you'll like this one. In a case, let's say, for instance, uh, a person cuts you off in traffic, and for whatever reason, that you know gets you so mad that you want to murder that person, and you follow the person to a shopping center. All right, so it's now you're now on private property. You're walking behind the person, and you pull out a gun. And before you could you know, actually take a shot at the person, someone else you know blocks you from doing it. You know, pulls pulls the hand up in the air, and no shots fired. Now, what do you do with me, who is the person that was going to potentially murder? This person in front of me. Because you're talking about a, an attempted murder um, sort of situation, one where people it's could exactly. genuinely do call I go it attempted. Free or do you put me in jail? You know, it's a good question. Uh, I wonder how the marketplace would handle something like that as no real damage was done. Clearly, though, you put someone's life in jeopardy, and that would have to be worth something, I would think. That would have to be worth some sort of restitution. Well, I, I could have been just looking at my gun, checking for whatever, you know. I could have been just looking at my gun, so it's very, very circumstantial. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you said you were pointing the gun at someone as though they were oh, going yeah, to shoot I it. I definitely am. It's pointing in front of me, but that doesn't necessarily mean I was going to kill anybody. Yeah, I'm you just kidding. Yeah, I'm pretty sure most people would would take it pretty seriously. And right, and you know the, the the sort of the the scenario that you're talking about really would come into um, play often enough. Um, in that, you know, I mean, who's to say that you're not allowed to point your gun at people and brandish it at them? Period. Well, the people do it all. I mean, the police do it often enough, and they don't get any punishment for it. Exactly the point. And I wanted to to talk about one more thing. But before you go on, though, to really, though, I mean, to to answer the question, uh, I mean, if you're on private property, most, I think, private property owners wouldn't want things like that going on. And if you wouldn't leave at that point, certainly I'd imagine there would be some uh, some men uh, that would be called to handle you and and remove you from that private property. And I don't really know exactly how one would go about the, you know, the process of, of gleaning restitution or, or what the market courts or the, the arbitrators would have to say about that as far as what it would be worth. But those would all be things the market would decide. And I certainly can't predict how it would all shake out. It was a good question, though. Yeah. All right. Moving on to my final point uh, for the Republicans and Democrats out there. The first thing for the Republicans, Sarah Palin is, is a conservative by word only. She had to grow her government by I forgot what the what the what the factor was, but something like six billion dollars. I forgot what it was. In in, a, in Alaska in the last two years, yeah, in the last two years alone. Wow. Not only that, if you guys have been listening to the news uh, real uh, in the commercial break, 
she has a 17-year-old daughter who is um, also pregnant. So talk about conservative values, et cetera, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's all nonsense. You know, these, these are the things that these people say to you just to get you to, to agree with them. Yeah, there's because a certain contingent of liberta- so-called libertarians out there. These are these neo-libertarians that, you know, they get out there and they promote people like Sarah Palin and, and McCain, and they try to pawn them off as though they're actually libertarians, and they're, they're not even close. But yet people like Mark hear all the crowing going on, and they think there's something worth talking about. Hey, yeah, you know, it's, it's, trust me. Yeah, don't, don't waste your vote, Mark. Don't waste your time. Either don't dude, that's a minarchist telling you. He's a, this is yourself. a minarchist telling you, Mark, don't waste your vote on this. Oh, what do you mean, waste yeah. my vote? I'm going to be going to vote for, uh, you know... Uh, no, in, what I mean is you're going to waste your time actually, you know, walking to wherever you're going to vote for. Well, <laughs> I'm probably going to walk there to vote, to vote for... for I'm going to walk there to vote for people for state house and for state senate oh, anyway. Okay. In that case, then it's worth it. Then it's worth it. And just vote for yourself. There you go. You know, you can run your, your own vote for and, vote for Ron anyway. Paul or or Dr. Mary Ruart or somebody I, like that. I was kind of thinking about uh, voting for uh, uh, Paris Hilton or uh, George Phillies, but it's as good as an option as anything else. Uh, the other thing for the Democrats is Minneapolis, if I'm not mistaken, has a Democratic mayor. So for all these Democrats out there who are like, oh my God, look at what these Republicans are doing. The town is being run by a Democratic mayor. Yeah, so, I mean, the, the police state is everywhere. Yeah, absolutely yeah, right. The Democrats to for the Democrats. Uh, 100%. You're right about that, and I thank you, Cliff, for the call. 800-259-9231. It is not one side or the other. They're both the same side. They are the police state. They are the totalitarian fascist socialists, and we are the ones who are in favor of freedom. Now, the people protesting in Minneapolis aren't necessarily in favor of freedom either. They may be more in favor of having their version of totalitarianism imposed on people. Some of them may be anti-authoritarians, but it's hard to say. You can, you can never tell who they are unless you actually ask them. Anyway, we continue here, and uh, we'll talk to Todd in Michigan. You're on Free Talk Live. Todd, hello there. Hey, guys. How's it going? Hey, what's on your mind, Todd? Well, um... <laughs> The caller actually just addressed one point I was going to bring up about Sarah Palin, uh, the 17-year-old, but since he brought that up, um, it's funny. I, um, I I actually blogged about this a few days ago about Sarah Palin on Friday specifically, and it's funny. Yeah, she did you know some nice good in Alaska, like refusing to use state tax dollars to stop the uh, completion of the Alaskan Bridge to Nowhere. Well, big whoop. Um, well, know. I think that's that speaks highly of her. It's certainly a lot higher than the other three people out there. You're looking at McCain, you're looking at uh, Biden, and you're looking at Obama. The, to, to me, I, 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 at this point, it's grasping at straws. They're just straws. I'm not saying this is a great candidate. Well, not to mention the fact that she's also against legalization of marijuana. She tried it once and didn't like it from one, uh, several different sources. Uh, I, I agree with Ian. Uh, you know, a, a couple of days ago, you said that uh, she is against abortion, even if a woman who was raped wanted to have access to an abortion. Not a libertarian issue. Um, and not only that. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on a second. Not a libertarian issue. It's not a libertarian issue. What are you talking issue? about? Control over one's own body is totally a liber- liberty-oriented issue, sir. It's personal. Uh, your personal no, self. No, 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 you no, no, own no, no, you. No. That, that's not what I meant. Not no, no, you, he's, Todd. He's, Mark he's attacking said, me. Mark sniped in at you, and he said, not a libertarian issue when you were talking about how she won't, uh, she is not even in favor of abortion for people wh- who've been raped. And I'm sorry, that is absolutely a libertarian issue. 
What, what is not uh, libertarian about the ability to control one's own body? There are lots of good libertarians out there that believe that life begins at conception. That's so okay. They can believe in that. Sure. But those they libertarians, given, Mark... They haven't been given these, uh, these arguments about... Uh, those you know, libertarians, Mark who believe in that a life is born at conception or whatever, that's just their personal belief set. It's my understanding that those people would never use the government to enforce their belief set on another person. Or, or how about this? How about uh, she wants to impose creationism in the public schools? Of course, or she's just another she's, Republican. You know, not in favor of getting the government out of marriage. I'm th- I thank you for calling in, Todd, with some more information, because all I had heard about was the rape position. I found that outrageous enough, and I'm sure the more I learned, the less I'll like. Not that I had any interest in her in the first place. Thank you for the call. 800-259-9231. You can take control. It's Free Talk Live. One of the bonuses you'll get as a Free Talk Live amplifier is access to our classic archives. For just $3 a month, you can become an amplifier, and you'll help us get on more radio stations and MP3 players. Get the details at amp.freetalklive.com. That's amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up whatever's on your mind via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features on the site are free, so enjoy those on us. Again, that is freetalklive.com. And, by the way, those features include the bulletin board system with over 375,000 posts. There's an awful lot to talk about there. From serious issues to fun stuff, you'll find it all at bbs.freetalklive.com. Travel less. Meet online. Try WebEx for free. Go to WebEx.com and enter promo code 600, that's 600, and you can start your free trial of WebEx today. It's a meeting software that allows uh, people around the world to view your desktop from their desktop. So it's WebEx.com, promo code 600. Try your, get your free trial today. 800-259-9231, continuing with your calls about what you want. Let's talk to Richard in Missouri. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Richard. Richard in Hello? Missouri. You're on the air. What's on your mind? Uh, yeah, a couple things about the, a, a few things anyway. Start with as uh, the scripture says that a God-fearing nation will not be ruled over by a woman. Where does it okay? say that? Huh? Where does it say that? I don't know precisely where, but he says women are not supposed to have the power of governance in a God-fearing nation. Okay. But anyway, what well, how this comes about is that this woman that can, can't control her uh, 17-year-old daughter's behavior. How could she uh, control the nation's behavior? And Pelosi, the Speaker of the House of Representatives from uh, modern-day Sodom and Gomorrah, uh, would become the uh, next vice president if John McCain is elected. And uh, a week after he's sworn in, he all of a sudden gets uh, Alzheimer's. Well, I have to say on. those are some hold of the on. least persuasive arguments. What does arguments. Pelosi have to do with um, becoming the uh, the vice president? Oh, she'd be the vice president behind Palin. Are you sure exactly. about that? Because I think Palin will be able to um, pick her own vice president. Oh, no. It, well, she wouldn't either. Gerald Ford got the president from Agnew. He, right. I he mean, was the vice president, right? No, he was Speaker of the House. Richard Nixon was indicted. Agnew became the president. And... Uh, well, okay. Not that I'm in favor of any of these politicians, but I have to say that uh, none of those points are particularly persuasive to me, sir. So does that mean you're going to vote for uh, Obama because uh, Palin is... Uh... No, I'll vote for Ron Paul. Well, you're going to have to write him in. He's not going to be on the ballot otherwise. Well, yeah, he wants to live. What's that? He wants to he live. wants to live or wants... wants to win or live. What did you say? Live? Live, yeah. He wants to stay alive. You're suggesting the powers that be would uh, would kill him? 
Yes, sir. Okay. I thank you for the call tonight, sir. Thank you, Richard. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. So Richard's saying that uh, woman president, un uh, Jesus doesn't like that. That's what he's saying. Mark, well, you've read the Bible a few times. Uh, I, 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 I can't address that. I don't know that particular verse. It doesn't sound. Yeah. It doesn't sound to me unlikely. I don't know the verse. Um, but you know, a lot of these, a lot of the stuff that made it into the Bible is really cultural stuff from that time period. Yeah. I don't think God. I mean, God made women lesser than men. Really? Do people believe that? Apparently, Richard does. I, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I mean, what, right. we're all we're all sons of God, right? I mean, that's. That's the idea. Well, maybe he's saying the daughters of God. Some of us have two X X chromosomes. Some of us have a Y chromosome. What's the big deal? I'm with you, Mark. I think it's uh, an absolutely ludicrous, sexist, um, sick point. And that's not the reason not to vote for this lady. The reason is because she's another control freak. Maybe not as controlling as John McCain. Like, she'd probably be a better president than John McCain, but she's not going to be president unless he croaks. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, well, it sounds like you're uh, slathering her with praise. And, when, when did I slather her with I praise? I don't know. It sound, that just sounds that oh, way to geez. me. Whenever you start pumping up politicians, Mark, you know how I get. I know, uh, Yeah, unreasonable. Yeah, no, it's not unreasonable. <laughs> Those are the ones. They're the ones that are unreasonable. They're the ones that want to control other people's lives, sir. All I'm saying is out of these four despicable humans that this one human seems to be somewhat less despicable. That's the way I'd prefer to hear it put. Let's so continue. So therefore, I've got to vote, and you've got to vote for somebody. If no, I you vote don't. For, if I write no, you Ron don't. Paul in or, or Paris Hilton I won't vote or in that vote election. for George Phillies, it seems very, very, very unlikely to me that uh, any of those people will win, that, the, that there's any point in that. So you've got to vote for one or the other. And it seems that no, you to don't me, have it seems to do anything to me like that. That the, that the way to go about it is to uh, you know vote for uh, vote for McCain and hope that he uh, bloods know, on your hands, my friend. He, he looks. He has some kind of uh, the blood you know, of high, thousands, bre- high blood pressure problem before the, the blood of innocent people, innocent men, women, how? and children from around the world how? is on your hands. Are sir. you telling me? No, no, no. If I stand by, one of these politicians, one of these four despicable human beings, will be president, and likely one of the two. So. No, it's yeah, not on my but hands. But if you vote for one of those two, then you have endorsed their policies. I have not you endorsed, endorsed their policies. The, that's how vote, they'll see it. No, that's how they'll they, see yes, it. Is the American is people it. You're right about have that. endorsed me and my ideas, and now I'm going to implement them across the entire world because we rule I don't, everyone. I, I don't really think that the politicians actually believe that. I think that they don't really care that much what yeah. um, you know we think. They know that they are the um, you know the, the 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 superior choice between two crap sandwiches, and that we're kind of stuck with them and you're the one that's going to go out and vote for them oh i'm going to go out and vote you're going to buy you know state reps and while i'm there it seems like you know that's you'll go ahead and throw your hat in the ring and you'll be counted as one of the people who supported tyranny in this election we continue here sam in texas you're on free talk live on the amp line mark you're digging a big hole for yourself tonight how (laughs) am i digging a hole for myself you have to vote for somebody What, what are you saying i don't nonsense (laughs) <laughs> you don't Poppycock. have to vote for anyone, but Thank what's you. the point in Mark, not if voting? 10, 000, if 10,000 people voted in the presidential election, do you think politics might come to an end a little sooner? Uh, I really don't know. Hmm. All right, well, I'm calling to talk to you about something you said on Saturday night. Uh, the subject came up about police and the fitness test that they're, they are required to pass in order to get the job. That was Ian. Uh, yeah. Was talking kind of, about that. Yeah, kind of like uh, professional athletes are, you know, if you want to try out for the Dallas Cowboys, you have to be able to sprint a certain distance in 10 seconds or so. Okay. 
And you asked for, you didn't believe that the, the police out there don't have to retest after they get the job, even though they're in the same position. You know, if an athlete did this, they'd be let go and fired. But um, you asked for emails. So, so tell us, were you able to get your email open? Just how many... How many thousands of emails did you get from police confirming that? <laughs> I would hate to, uh, to to reveal how few emails I got on this particular <laughs> subject, but I you can did get an email. I did get an email, and it's from a, a police officer here in New Hampshire that says, "Here in New Hampshire, police officers are hired hired after January the first, one." That's the ones hired after that. Oh, you didn't mention that to me before the show. That's are required to take a, um, a PT test and a, you know physical something. Physical training. <laughs> Maybe PT means physical test every okay. uh, three years, and if you fail, you're out. Every three years, and is it the same test that they're required to get the job? You, you didn't know, make that clear, did he? Th- th- there's uh, th- there's a whole bunch of uh, law here, and I didn't pour over it because I just don't care that much. Uh, you know that that one sentence was enough for me um, to believe. So I'm going to say yes, but I don't know. Okay. Well, I mean, I at the end of the segment, you called Ian a cop hater, and that's the same comment that I get from a lot of the police and bureaucrats, their friends and family, and the other. Uh, authoritarians and statists who leave comments to some of my videos. And, uh, Do you hate the cops? You know, I, I think it's because they're not willing to uh, look at the fact that these police, in most cases, are willing to put the public in danger in order to guarantee themselves a job. And I, I want to ask you, you know, how do you think your uh, minarchist views contribute to, uh, to your stance on this? How do, how, do, how do my minarchist views, my minarchist views are my stances. Right, but, I mean, do you not see that, okay, if, if the, the fitness test is required in order to do the job, they can't get the job without passing the fitness test, and then they can get to a point where they can no longer pass it, but they're in the exact same job that they are not qualified to be in that position? Okay, I understand what you're asking me. Um, Ian was making an uninformed uh, blanket statement that was anti-police, and it, you know, he he does it now and then. My role the on the what show. What was my statement? Your statement was that cops get, uh, you know, take get in the, get the job and then they get fat. For the most part, it's true. I bet you most departments Apparently there is no retesting. Not true here in New Hampshire. New Hampshire's and a little bit different. The simple fact what that I got say? one email on the subject, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know how many ad- different b- departments uh, have this issue. You know, as far as I'm cons- concerned, many police are buff and in shape tyrants. That's true. It doesn't really, it, you know, how in shape they are doesn't matter to me, but I won't let my partner on the show that needs to be, you know, somewhat balanced here, I won't let him go making blanket statements like that that are un, uh, irresponsible. We'll let Sam respond here in a moment. 800-259-9231 is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything via the toll-free number at 800-259-9231, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Ian here with you. And Mark. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy those on us. And if you like the show and want to help support Free Talk Live, it's voting time again. And, of course, it's been voting time because we've been begging you for votes for the last couple months on the show. And the reason we beg is because, well, we just, we've been having a tough time these days getting up uh, and staying up in the first spot. Now, we did finish last month in the Podcast Alley voting competition for the top podcasts in the world. We did finish in first place, but boy, was it a close call. 
from my understanding. I'm not well, sure. Well, it, 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 it spread out a little bit. We probably had two dozen, uh, a dozen votes. Up or by something. a couple, a dozen? Yeah, yeah Still, like that. that's a close call. I'd rather be close. up by If we hadn't have ended 100. on Saturday night, um, you know, Saturday night hadn't been the night before, you know, uh, the, the voting ended, that would have been it. Well, we did manage to uh, pull it off thanks to you, thanks to those of you who went out and voted, because we can't do this without you guys, and you made it happen. You make it happen month after month, and so we still need you to go and vote again. So if you voted in August, it's now September, and that means the the slate has been cleared, and you may vote again at vote.freetalklive.com. You only need an email address. It's used for verification purposes only, just to make sure that you're a real person and not a robot voting. Uh, so please go to vote.freetalklive.com. Leave a comment if you wish. That's not necessary it's an optional thing uh, but at the very least vote for the show it makes a big difference for us being at number one means more new listeners finding the program means uh, more advertisers seeing how we're number one in the podcast world which is important uh, in, in getting new people on board and, and sharing great products and services with you so it makes a big difference for us when you vote for the show at vote.freetalklive.com and are you remodeling your kitchen or bathroom well now you can purchase knobs and pulls at wholesale prices and support a business that supports free talk live and that is internobs.com you can save 10 percent on your order by using the code ftl at checkout that's internobs.com i-n-t-e-r-k-n-o-b-s.com friendly service and wholesale prices for knobs and pulls at internobs.com as we continue here back to sam in texas on the amp line sam uh you're discussing the I guess the issue about what Mark said a, a couple nights ago on the program in regards to what, – what was it again? It's, it's, it's a psychological term called transference. Um, he was uh, believing that uh, you know, me calling you a cop hater was somehow an attack on him. Sam, are you still there? Yeah, I'm here. In a sense, well, I say that just because I've had the exact same comment. Uh, people think that because I'm Do you hate doing cops? these films and putting stuff out there showing the police – you know, not uh, being concerned about public safety and, and contradicting themselves left and right, that I hate police or that I'm out to get them and that I'm picking all of these fights and I'm just this awful, horrible person and I hate cops and all this stuff. So I've heard all of the, the same arguments. And um, I just I think, Mark, that because you hold on to this government paradigm, you want this government system to work in some shape, form, or fashion – and I don't think that you can see um, a system of governance without government police that you're willing to kind of overlook some things. And this is one of them that uh, maybe you blur the line a little bit on. Well, what was I overlooking? I mean, in, the, in, the, in this case, I was right and Ian was wrong. And Ian made a blanket statement that was irresponsible and I corrected him on the it. The statement's generally true as far as I can tell. It's not Just because true. some New Hampshire police departments don't do it doesn't mean anything to the rest of the country. I got one email, one police officer. I mean, the rest we of We were our... live on the radio in 40 markets, Mark, and we know cops listen. They could very well have called in. They could have said something to us. They didn't because they know that it's probably the same way as it is they know down that in Texas. It probably doesn't make any difference to you. In a lot of cases, they know it's probably the exact same way. Hey, I said I was open to hearing differently. That's why I invited the emails, right? It wasn't like I made a 100% sure statement. I said, if I'm wrong, call me on it. And they did. And, and Brad Jardis from the New Hampshire uh, Law Enforcement Against Prohibition, a great, great guy, like Brad a lot, mm-hmm. he called us on it. And I think that's fine. Of course, he did point out it only applies to cops hired after 2001. So I guess if you got hired in the year 2000, you can be as fat as you want. Well, you've got 
gotta, on the job. There's union issues too, and yeah. I mean, you know, I, you know, I'm not a, a terribly big fan of the, unions. But the issue of pointing this out wasn't to say that cops are bad. It was to simply point out the hypocrisy, the idea that these people claim to be protecting and serving the citizens or the individuals in a given geographic area, and obviously they're not that interested in doing a good job of it. Otherwise, they'd stay in shape. That was the point of it, right, Sam? Just to point the hypocrisy out. Yeah, there's unions and there's agents in uh, professional sports. But if you can't perform the job, you don't get to keep it. You know, people are not uh, <laughs> the uh, the marketplace is uh, significantly more um, the, the competition is higher in those for those jobs than it is for uh, government bureaucrats. And I think it's uh, it's certainly unfair to call either Sam or myself a cop hater. I have not called Sam. I anything. understand you didn't, but there are people. I believe that I do called that. him a curly curly headed recalcitrant. There, once. there are people that do that, and I have read the comments over at Sam's videos at obscuredtruth.com. You can see them there and uh, read the comments for yourself. But it's not fair to do that. Uh, we don't. I know. I, I don't speak for you, Sam, but I know I don't hate the police. I I feel sorry Certainly. for them, and I want to reach out to them, and I want them to come to understand what what liberty really means. But I do hate it when the police hurt people that they shouldn't be hurting. I do hate that. I hate those actions. And certainly, there are some very despicable police officers out there that are worthy of of hatred. But most of them, by default, I treat them like any like I would treat anybody else. I think you try and, very hard to uh, to. To, to treat the people that you dislike, and I think you do dislike police officers. Um, I think hey, you tried we to... went on a ride along with uh, Lieutenant Maxfield here in Keene, and you had the opportunity to go on that ride along, and you passed. I'm just on not that it. interested. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm just not that, that interested. That's what, yeah. <laughs> hey, um, <laughs> what did I say? I did learn in doing. What uh, did I say, Sam? Do you remember? Yeah, you were mad because he arrested. One of your buddies. Oh, that's right. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I didn't like that he, uh, he went after Russell Canning, and you're right. You're right. I did learn from the comments, the, uh, the story that, or the, the comment, Ian, that you make a lot, that uh, police, hire, they want dummies and they screen out the higher uh, IQ applicants, is not necessarily true. That was more of an isolated case in New London. It is an isolated case, yes. Yeah, and in, in Plano, actually, the city that I live in, the, the police are required to have college degrees. So, and that's huh. the case in a lot of the uh, police departments around the country, apparently. And here in Keene, too, from what I understand. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, thanks for pointing that out. Anything else on your mind tonight, Sam? That was it. All right, man. Keep up the great work. Appreciate the call. 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line for you. Now then, at the very beginning of the program, we started talking about the police state in St. Paul. And apparently, uh, from what I understand from the uh, the board operator, the network that we're on, Genesis Communications Network, is located in Minnesota. So they're somewhat familiar with what's happening. And it's uh, apparently all of the action, all of the protests and the, the police state stuff we're talking about, it's all happening in St. Paul and not actually in Minneapolis. So all of the stuff we've been discussing tonight, St. Paul is where it's going down, where people are protesting or they're preparing for protests, and the police have raided people's homes over this. Here's part of the story from Glenn Greenwald. He posted on his blog twice over the weekend. This is from Saturday's post. Protesters here in Minneapolis have been targeted, I guess, well, now he's saying it is Minneapolis, anyway, have been targeted by a series of highly intimidating sweeping police raids across the city involving teams of 25 to 30 officers in riot gear with semi-automatic weapons drawn, entering homes of those suspected of planning protests, handcuffing and forcing them to lay on the floor while law enforcement officers search the homes, seizing computers, journals, and political pamphlets. Last night, members of the St. Paul Police Department and Ramsey County Sheriff's handcuffed photo 
photographed and detained dozens of people meeting at a public venue to plan a demonstration, charging them with no crime other than fire code violations. Hmm. And early this morning, the sheriff's department sent teams of officers into at least four Minneapolis area homes where suspected protesters were staying. This is thought crime. My yeah, friends, it is. It this is trumped is, up bullcrap. Yeah, this is pre-crime. There have been no crimes committed. I don't care that they had allegedly had caltrops, which are you know, like Johnson suggested to communicate it like jacks. You remember the the game jacks? Yeah, they look like jacks. Kid? They look like jacks, but they're sharp and bigger, right? Yeah. So they can pop holes and things. Anyway, um, they had not been used, so therefore there is no crime. Having a gun in your house is not a crime because you haven't harmed anyone with it. You haven't threatened anyone with it. It's just there. But nonetheless, that did not prevent the police from raiding these homes. In fact, Mr. Greenwald was actually at one of the homes. Uh, I guess apparently one of them had just been raided, and he was also in another one which was in the process of being raided. Each of the raided houses is known by neighbors as a hippie house, where five to ten college-aged individuals live in a communal setting. And everyone we spoke with said there had been never, never been any problems of any kind in those houses, that they were filled with peaceful kids who are politically active but entirely unthreatening and friendly. And uh, so he says that after watching several videos of the scenes, he got a very clear sense of what was going on. In the house that had just been raided, those inside described how a team of roughly 25 officers had barged into the homes with mask and bl- uh, masks and black SWAT gear, holding large rifles and ordering them to lie on the floor, where they were handcuffed and ordered not to move. The officers refused to state why they were there, and until the very end, refused to show whether they had a search warrant. Mm. Again, the search warrant thing really seems to be more of a technicality to these cops than anything else. It does seem that way, and uh, you know they, they shouldn't be in the house without one. They were forced to remain on the floor for 45 minutes while the officers took away laptops, computers, journals, and political materials kept in the house. Well, look, even if you have a warrant, I would think it should have to be for something that, you know, you're after a real criminal, like a murderer or something like that. This isn't real crime. Hour three's on the way. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. It's a live edition, special Labor Day edition of the program here this Monday evening. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 800-259-9231 is the number we're launching here into hour number three of the program. And you can bring up anything. Again, that number is 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features are free, so enjoy them all on us. Again, freetalklive.com. We continue covering the police states in St. Paul, Minnesota, where outside of the Republican National Convention, people are gathering to protest, and the police have been trying to scare them out of it. They have been uh, engaging in quite a widespread campaign of intimidation tactics, which have involved raiding staging grounds. They raided a, a particular storefront that had been set up as a staging area for protesters to hang out, refresh themselves, and, you know, just kind of uh, plan their protesting. They also raided at least four homes of some protesters in anticipation of upcoming protests, where they barged into the homes, in many cases breaking down doors with battering rams, and holding, of course, rifles, because I don't know why. You gotta, when you bust down doors, you've got to have rifles. You've got to have guns, I guess. Anyway, the officers refused to state while they were, why they were there, and until the very end, they refused to even bother showing whether they had a search warrant. 
The victims were forced to remain on the floor for 45 minutes while the officers took away laptops, computers, individual journals, and political materials. Kept and that in the keeping house. them on the floor crap is really just uh, trying to cow them into submission. It has, yep. it, 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 it's security, my foot. Yeah, you're just treating people like, like animals, basically. Uh, one of this is, by the way, from Glenn Greenwald at Salon.com. One of the individuals renting the house, an 18-year-old woman, was extremely shaken as she and others described how the officers were deliberately making intimidating statements, such as, do you have Terminator ready? I presume that's maybe a name for one of their police dogs or something. As they lay on the floor in handcuffs, the 10 or so individuals in the house all said that though they found the experience very jarring, they still intended to protest against the GOP convention, and several said that being subjected to the raids of that sort just emboldened them more than ever to do so. Quick update here from the National Lawyers Guild in Minnesota, their president. According to this, one of the producers for a radio program uh, and TV program, Democracy Now!, was detained uh, during some of these processes. As the uh, Democracy Now! producer explained, she was present at a meeting of a group called Eyewitness, which videotaped police behavior at the 2004 convention in New York and helped get charges dismissed against hundreds of protesters who were arrested at that time. The police surrounded the St. Paul house where they were meeting, even though they had no warrant, told them that anyone who exited the house would be arrested, and then even though they finally, after several hours, obtained a warrant, but for the house next door, basically broke into the house, pointed weapons at everyone inside, handcuffed them, searched the house, and then left. And there was actually another story here, I don't know, maybe it's the next one coming up, where apparently the police broke down a door... In their process of raiding the home, then when they left, they'd called somebody from the city to come board the place up because of a code violation. Always a code violation. But the neighbors raised a ruckus, and they said, this isn't right. Don't do this. There's nothing wrong with this house. You don't, you've no reason to do this. So the, ra- the neighbors actually raised a riot with the cops, and they decided to call off the code, uh, the code enforcer um, as long as they would fix the door by the end of the day. Now, who was responsible they for the door? They broke the door. And- the police broke the door, but the neighbors had to fix it if they didn't want, or the, the homeowners and the neighbors had to fix it if they didn't want the house to be boarded <sighs> up. It's sick. Yeah, it sure is, but there's more. In and, fact, and, you know, the funny thing is, is they're, they're just going, well, not funny, it, 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 the sickest thing is, is they're just going after a group that videotapes police officers right. and managed to get some people off the last time. But these All are they're the trying to danger. do is thwart justice. Right, these are the biggest danger to the police. People with cameras are very, very intimidating to the cops, and that's why they're being targeted. It, it, it's disgusting that, that the people that are there are supposed to be dispensing justice to some extent are there to thwart it. Yeah. They, uh, they want to stop as many people from, uh, from protesting as possible, and that's the point of this, as Greenwald points out in his post from yesterday, where he reveals that the federal government is involved in these police raids. This isn't just the St. Paul police and the sheriffs that are busy doing this stuff. The feds are behind the scenes as well. As police attacks on protesters in Minnesota continue, and again, the convention apparently has just kicked off as of today, so this was all going on before the actual start of the convention. Uh, there's video of a police of police swarming a bus, transporting members of Earth Justice. They sound like a violent group, right? Yeah, Earth Justice. They're dangerous folks. Seizing the bus and leaving the group members stranded on the side of the highway. It appears increasingly clear this is the federal, it's the federal government that's directing this intimidation campaign. Minnesota Public Radio reported yesterday that the searches were led by the sheriff's office. Deputies coordinated searches with Minneapolis and St. Paul Police and the Federal Bureau of Investigation. 
The Star Tribune added that the raids were specifically aided by informants planted in protest groups. I don't doubt that. So the FBI is admitting to this. Uh, back in May, Marcy Wheeler precious, presciently noticed that the Minneapolis or noted that the Minneapolis Joint Terrorist Task Force, an interagency group of federal, state, and local law enforcement led by the FBI, was actively recruiting Minneapolis residents to serve as plants to infiltrate vegan groups and other left-wing vegan groups. Yep, and other left-wing activist groups and report back to the task force about what they were doing. There seems to be little doubt that it was this domestic spying by the federal government that led to the excessive and truly despicable home assaults that we discussed earlier this hour. Uh, and earlier in the show. So here we have a massive assault led by the federal government law enforcement agencies on left-wing dissidents and protesters who have committed no acts of violence or illegality whatsoever, preceded by months-long espionage efforts to track what they do. And as extraordinary as that conduct is, more extraordinary is the fact that they've received virtually no attention from the national media and little outcry from anyone. And it's not difficult to see why, as the recent overhaul of the 30-year-old FISA law illustrated, preceded by the endless expansion of surveillance state powers, justified first by the war on drugs, followed by the war on terror, we've essentially decided, and he uses the term we here when I certainly wouldn't, uh, he says we've decided that we want our government to spy on us without limits. Well, I don't obviously agree. They're not my government, and I don't know why Mr. Greenwald still considers them his government, even after all of this behavior. I think it's just because people are so indoctrinated with collectivist mindsets. Anyway, he says there's literally no police power the state can exercise that will cause much protest from the political and media class, and therefore from the citizenry. Because if the media is not talking about this, then people in Florida and people in Hawaii and people all across the country that aren't there in St. Paul, Minnesota, they're not going to know about it. They're going to have no idea about what's happening. And it's absolutely outrageous. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Greenwald has a few more thoughts here. He says, uh, beyond that, there's a widespread sense that targets of these raids deserve what they get, even if nothing they've done is remotely illegal. We love to proclaim. People don't even, don't even want to consider what it, don't, don't even want to look at what they might have done. They, you know, they're, they're not interested in that. The vast right, well, majority of the public doesn't care what they've done. If the cops went after them, they're bad. Right, right, exactly. If it's the police doing something, then it must be good. The police are good guys, and they're here to protect and serve us. So why are you questioning them? Why are you? These are dangerous protesters. They could have hurt someone with their caltrops, which was, by the way, the worst, most dangerous thing they found in their raid of at least one of these houses that I was looking through the police warrant on. Their list of things they confiscated. Not a very, yeah, it's it, not a very dangerous weapon. 1-800-259-9231. He says, we love to proclaim how much we cherish our freedoms in the abstract, but despise those who actually exercise them. The Constitution, right there in the very First Amendment, protects free speech and free assembly precisely because those liberties are central to a healthy republic. But and they're the kind of um, liberties that, uh, in fact, organizations like law enforcement officers will want to go after. But we've decided that anyone would who would actually express truly dissident views or do anything other than sit meekly and quietly in their homes are dirty troublemakers up to no good. And it's therefore probably for the best if our government keeps them in check, spies on them, and even gets a little rough with them. After all, if you don't want the FBI spying on you or the police surrounding and then invading your home with rifles and seizing your computers, there's a very simple solution. Don't protest the government. Just sit quietly in your house and mind your own business. That way, the government will have no reason to monitor what you say and feel the need to intimidate you by invading your home. Anyone who does decide to protest, especially with something as unruly and disrespectful as an unauthorized street march, gets what they deserve. 
And that is the mentality that many it Americans really have. I mean, you know, he's really got it uh, nailed down there. He says, and isn't that mentality very, uh, which very clearly is the cause of virtually everyone turning away as these police raids escalate against citizens, including lawyers, journalists, and activists, who've broken no laws and whose only crime is they intend to vocally protest what the government is doing. Now, if you still stay silent after all of this, you're part of the problem. 800-259-9231. If you still pay taxes after all of this, especially to the federal government, you're part of the problem as well. But at the very least, you should speak out and let it be known that you won't be silenced. This is Free Talk Live. It's a live Labor Day edition of the program. We're here taking your calls about whatever you want if you dial in toll-free to 1-800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features on the site, they're free, so enjoy those on us. They include the live streams. We've got a broadband version of the show and a dial-up version as well. Now testing 24-7. So you can tune into those streams any old time of the day or night, and you should be able to hear the latest episode of Free Talk Live. Uh, so, it's great. Yeah, enjoy all of that over at freetalklive.com, where you can just go actually straight to listen.freetalklive.com to see all of the listening uh, listening options we have, including the cam, uh, the Free Talk Live studio cam, which is being featured tonight on Stickam. So welcome to all of our Stickam viewers out there tonight. Mm. 800 259 231 talking about the police state in St. Paul. Now, there's a police state everywhere. Just because you don't see it happening or it's not happening in your neighborhood doesn't mean that you aren't living in a police state. And it's stories like these from Glenn Greenwald at Salon.com that really help hammer this home. And it's unfortunate that not, a, not very many news media outlets are even talking about this stuff. Which, of course, actually kind of makes sense because when the police crack down against the news media, they don't like that very much. And the, I think the news media is actually kind of scared of the police because of incidents like what happened down in Miami. I think it was earlier this year where an, a newsman was arrested for standing outside of a government school on a public sidewalk filming footage for a news report. And then there's the story from last year during one of the, uh, the, the May Day protests where the news media had the police running up to them, stealing their cameras from them, throwing them into the dirt and uh, harassing and and hurting News media people. So even the media isn't as immune as they used to be. And and if you're going to get arrested for doing your news report, do you really want to do the news report? If you're going to be targeted, yeah. as the man in Miami, one of the, a different reporter in Miami was targeted by the police because he did an investigative report on police abuse. They targeted him and they went after him and he lost his job as a result of it. So I can understand why the media is afraid to go after the cops, as afraid as any Americans are afraid to stand up and speak out. It's all the same mentality. The idea is, well, just keep quiet, be a good little citizen, follow orders, and we won't hurt you. Well, it happened in Denver, too. They went after the ABC guy for being on the sidewalk. They arrested him and choked him. Last week. Yep, just last week. So the video is awful. You can see it at YouTube. You, you can, and it's just crazy. A little bit more here from Glenn Greenwald, who points out that... Uh, again, there were a number of homes that were raided on Saturday and Friday, pr- again, during the early portion of the weekend before the Republican National Commit- uh, Convention started. They raided these homes, and a man whose sister was one of those arrest at, excuse me, one of those arrested at one of the houses 
emailed a photograph of her and her friend that were uh, and wrote this. They're still in custody. I've been told the police have 36 hours to charge her. And that 36-hour period starts after the Labor Day holiday, so they only have to charge her sometime on Wednesday. Jeez. It seems unlikely they'd do anything at all to expedite her or her boyfriend's release. They were then planning to actually board up her house for code violations, but the neighbors stepped in and demanded they not do that. But uh, 36 hours, so that's an interesting little tactic. Just arrest them before a weekend, mm. and you don't actually have to do anything about them until midpoint next week because of their own laws that say you don't even have to charge the person to put them in a jail cell. You can just put, throw them in a jail cell and then decide within another day and a half whether or not to charge them. Business hours, It's despicable. Course. I yeah. mean... And when does this convention end in New York? How long does this go for? Does anybody in, have any idea? In Minneapolis? Yeah, excuse me. Yeah, uh, Minneapolis. It's about a week. Okay. All Five right. days. So, okay, so they won't be able to hold her. If they don't charge her, they won't be able to hold her through the entire convention. But at the very least, they're keeping her off the streets and, yeah. and a number of other people off the streets uh, for the first couple of days. I'm and, sure that's the way they look at it, too. Yep. One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. This gal hasn't number. done anything to anyone. Nope. None of these people have threatened anyone. That the worst that has happened, as Greenwald points out, is they blocked off some traffic a couple of times. That's the worst that has happened. Besides the people, the handful of people that's out there destroying property. But there's just because there's people out there destroying property does not justify the raiding of homes of people who have not done any such thing. No. In I mean, advance, they're not, they're not blocking off traffic in their house. So let's go to your phone calls and talk to somebody who's actually there in St. Paul. Justin, on the amp line, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hey, Ian and Mark. What's hey, happening? Justin. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I'm at the Ron Paul Nation Gathering right now. Um, but I'm actually sitting well outside of it because, uh, you know, it's, it's a Ron Paul Nation celebration, and I'm kind of less uh, in the mood to celebrate because I spent the day or spent a better part of the day outside the RNC uh, watching the uh, police state in uh, full full swing. What is this uh, like? Because I've never actually experienced it in person. I always see it in the in the videos, and the photos, and the blog posts. What what's it like to be there? And what did you see? Well, let me let me let me tell you this. You know, I, I actually went to one of the houses, uh, the Convergence Center, as it's called, which was raided last night at two o'clock a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went there uh, yesterday evening to hand out tickets to the uh, to the rally for the Republic, and also to speak with a lot of these kids. And uh, I got to tell you, I think these anarchist kids uh, really uh, have the right idea, and I think that um, you know, I mean, uh, they. They have a lot of the same ideas that a lot of people in the liberty movement were talking about, and I really feel like we should reach out more to them. And I think that their their tactics for uh, the protest in St. Paul today were really spot on. Uh, one thing that they did that I was very close to was they had a, uh, a dance party uh, in the street. And i got to tell you, I think this was very well executed. There was no property damage going on, no violence of any kind. They were, they were actively disrupting travel on the street, uh, which was their goal. Uh, and they were, they were disrupting travel of a specific uh, delegation uh, who was staying at the Crown Plaza. And, uh, you know, they, they had a wheelbarrow and a power generator and a really nice sound system. And there was a big full-on dance party. And... Uh, <laughs> There, the, uh, the, the riot police that were there, I was standing well off the sidewalk. I was shooting some video, taking some pictures. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, the police, um, you know, in pretty quick fashion began to fire tear gas and oh, pepper wow. spray into the crowd. 
uh, including, and it was not by any means limited to the street. I would say it was uh, a little less than half of the officers were probably on the street. The others were either in the median or uh, were off to the side on a park, which is where I was standing. Uh, and, uh, you know, it was once, once the police decide to start walking, they, uh, you know, they have a lot of instruments at their disposal and, uh, you know, they use them. So, uh, yeah. there were probably about 25 tear gas canisters fired in, uh, about 90 seconds or so. And, wow. uh, there was, uh, you know, pepper spray and the kind of big super soaker versions of the pepper spray was being really shot. And, uh, you know, the dance partiers had kind of planned for that. They send the gas masks dancers to the front <laughs> and uh you know they continued to back up and back up and uh but you know i mean there were there was no effort to disperse no effort to discuss uh and certainly no effort to differentiate between those who were participating in the action to disrupt the travel on the road and those who were uh, engaging in media or medic activities off to the side of the road. Right, so if you were just uh, nearby, you got caught in the spray or the gas or the rubber bullets. You got caught in that. Uh, well, there weren't any rubber bullets in this specific area. Other areas, there were rubber bullets. In this mm -hmm. area, which is probably the, the widest, literally meaning the, the, the line was the widest of the police who were engaging uh, protesters. They were probably 70 side by side in maybe two rows, so they, they weren't able to be very deep, but they were very wide. What does there it any feel like? There, but, uh, I want to bring it back, Justin, if you want to continue here, because I'm still curious as to a more the description of what it is that you've experienced here. And of course, if you're there in St. Paul and you've seen something different, uh, there's, I'm sure, a lot to see and a lot going on. 1-800-259-9231. This is Free Talk. Live. Would you like to help others find Free Talk Live? You can help us advertise, market, and promote the show at amp.freetalklive.com. Consider becoming a Free Talk Live amplifier now for $3 a month and get some cool bonuses at amp.freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves via the toll-free number. Dial in at 800-259-9231. This is the live Labor Day edition of the program. We like coming in holidays because, well, people are still listening to the radio. They're still listening to the Internet feed. And our lives are generally pretty boring. Well, that's not I don't. I'm not bored by my life. I'm always I interested you in waking up every day. Genetically predisposed to not really have boredom. Boredom is a personal problem. It's, <laughs> it's up to you if you're bored or not. You decide for yourself. There is no set of circumstances uh, that is inherently boring. It's up to you as to how you interpret sure, it. Sure, you can sit in your house and have nothing to do, but you, it, it's your choice to be bored or it's not. It's your choice to have nothing to do. You can always find something to That's do. That's true. There's to. always work to be done. All right. So uh, we're here. It's Labor Day. The phones are open. You can dial in. In fact, people have been dialing in all night. Actually, phones have been pr relatively busy throughout Yeah, I would the show. say so. Uh, so good to know that people are still out there listening even on this holiday. Uh, what better to listen to while out uh, you know, with barbecuing with, with friends and family than, than Free Talk Live? Yeah, this, we'll keep the conversation <laughs> going. All right. We'll, we'll help you make friends with the people you love. <laughs> we're going to go back to the call here. Justin is on the line. Oh, by the way, you can join us. On our website, all the features are free, and you need to know that Free Talk Live is brought to you by the Free State Project. It's your only choice for more personal freedom and smaller, less intrusive government. To learn more about joining the Second American Revolution, go to freestateproject.org. That's freestateproject.org. As we go back to Justin in Minnesota, you were actually out there in St. Paul today watching as the police tear-gassed and pepper-sprayed a group of nonviolent peaceful activists. I mean, were, were, were people breaking windows or doing anything destructive that you could see? 
No, there was nothing like that going on. Just to be clear, I, I was tear gassed as well myself, and I got oh, a, you know I didn't get pepper spray in the face, but I did get it on my arm and my hand, and then wow. of course I was wiping my face for the rest of the day with that hand. So you know, it was, oh. you know, I, I was I was I was in the thick of things. Um, no, there was no property destruction like that going on. The worst of it was that people were taking the metal cordons that are supposed to be used to pen in the protesters, and they were. Uh, they had big ropes that they were using to drag them out into the middle of the road to block the streets with them instead. <laughs> that, that, was, that was the only property that was being destroyed. Uh, now, Mark, you should... The, the, you other, should... the other interesting tactic that happened right in that neighborhood I just want to mention that I've never quite seen before, maybe I don't want to spoil it, was uh, as police, mounted police came through on horses to disperse the protesters, they produced a huge bucket full of carrots and began to feed uh, carrots <laughs> to all the horses, and that was tremendously effective as well. That's a good idea. Uh, now, uh, hold on, before you go on, Justin, it seems to me that, uh, you know, just as a disclaimer, I don't support the idea of, of uh, you know, restricting people's right to travel. Now, I understand that as some of those people were the delegates going to the, uh, you know, the, the convention and that kind of thing, and I understand why they would want to mess with those people, but there were some of those people were not, that, you know, their, their right to travel was restricted, and I think that that in Indeed, particular that's is wrong. true. And, and, you know, another thing I'd like to mention that I did witness was uh, that whenever there was an ambulance coming through, which was uh, about three times, uh, I think that occurred as I was standing, the crowd did part immediately to allow ambulances through. Uh, I'm glad about that. You know, I I was actually about 10 feet from Amy Goodman when she was arrested. And uh, I don't know if you've seen the video, but uh, during that time, there was a big group of us. You asked me earlier how it felt to be there. And I wanted to let you know that uh, right immediately following that, we kind of really stepped up and kind of pretty close to the riot police. Uh, She had been taken behind a, a group of riot police. And I was standing right in the front. Uh, I had my camera, <laughs> of course. And I, uh, at that time, uh, the uh, one of the officers or one of the, the riot control, uh, one of the riot control officers took one of the big pepper spray super soakers and pointed it right at us. I mean, you know, we were only feet away, and yeah. uh, you know, a, a big percentage of the crowd got really scared and, and left. And I'm not sure why, but I actually stood my ground. He didn't spray us, of course, and I had a feeling he wouldn't because there were so many cameras, and we were literally standing mm. still on the sidewalk. But, to feel uh, a hand on a trigger and know that that hand has sort of the blessing and the authority of the police state to release a chemical into my face, uh, which obviously would you know ruin my day at very least. Yeah. Uh, you know that that's a that is a that is a feeling like no other. It's a it's a really uh, it's a real bummer, man. I'll tell Did you. Did you feel was it powerlessness that, that you felt at that moment, or? Well, I I, I felt. I felt a slight, tiny twinge of empowerment insofar as that I was standing there with a camera knowing that no matter what happened or, you know, short of destruction of my camera, that mm-hmm. I would walk away with documentation of the event. So there was a, a very small twinge of empowerment, but it was overwhelmed by, uh, yeah, the, a feeling of, of really, uh, you know, not just powerlessness, but a feeling of real dismay over the state of our country. Uh, you you know, I mean, you have... Men that are about my age, you know, in their mid-twenties standing there, uh, you know, in, ensuring that uh, legitimate protest is not allowed to continue and legitimate media coverage of the protest is, uh, is disrupted. And that, that was really, in that area, uh, that was really what we were seeing, is a lot of the, a lot of the victims of the close-up pepper spray uh, had media tags, and we treated a few of them. We, we actually brought some, uh, you know, whole milk and some charcoal, which is good for treating the face of uh, pepper spray victims. We brought those materials with us. Wow. And the people that we were treating were people that were uh, that had press passes or you know press badges that were media people. So it's so uh, it brazen. Like there was, 
Go ahead. The, the police state has become so brazen that they will just, you know, they're just openly attacking members of the news media. They just don't care anymore. I mean, they raided those houses. They didn't sh- bother showing a warrant or even bothering tell, they didn't bother to even bo- tell anyone why they were doing it. I mean, they've just, all You'd of think the- they'd be petrified to uh, attack the news media, but apparently not. No, well, I mean, they just. Think, I tell you, that they're very conscientious of when there is and is not a camera close by near. Mm-hmm and on pointing at them, and you can really feel a very sudden and very electric change of the vibe hmm. when the cameras kind of step back. And, and a, few, a few of the times when we were dealing with people that had been arrested and we were, kind of, we were getting the, the alerts from Indy Media and we kind of wanted to leave, as we started to step away, you could feel... Literally, really, and maybe this is kind of a hippy-dippy thing to say, but you could feel the vibe begin to change, that, oh, the camera's leaving. And that feeling, mm. uh, in some cases, uh, you know, led us to stay, you know, throughout the, throughout the short, well, in many cases, not short, throughout, throughout the time that people would spend with their hands zip-tied behind their backs on the ground until they were finally put into the, you know, the vehicles that would carry them to their destination. And after that, obviously, we couldn't help them. But, yeah, there is, I think there's still a, there's a tiny, tiny twinge of fear, but it's a different kind of fear, uh, you know, about being documented. Uh, and I think that there is a real effort to, it seemed to me, I mean, I, you know, I can't get inside the minds of these officers, but it did seem that there was... Uh, there was a notion in their minds that if they could get away with disabling someone from the media without it being seen, that that was an acceptable thing to do. It seemed wow. pretty clear to me that that's, that was going on. And, you know, another way that that was done much less subtly, but much, well, not much less subtly, much more, uh, it was very transparent, but not as forceful, uh, was that they had, uh, they had a team of horse-mounted uh, horse, uh, officers, a very large team of bicycle-ridden officers, and several teams of mounted officers. And he's gone. Justin? Yeah, darn it. Just when it was getting even more interesting about uh, the tactics of dealing with the media, it sounded like what he was saying at one point there, though, was that they weren't specifically, you know, targeting these media members. It's just they would target that area of the crowd where wherein there might have been someone with a, a camera or something like that. It seems nutty and, to even it just I, I just it just seems crazy to me. Just seems crazy to me to to uh, the police the state is a crazy play. It's a crazy time. It's a crazy situation. And apparently it just doesn't matter to the news media, to Americans, I mean, just to no. anybody. Nobody's covering this. Nobody's talking about this. It's not getting coverage, national media coverage outside of Internet-based, independent media news sources. I mean, Free Talk Live I mean, maybe Bill one O'Reilly of the... called them uh, crazies or something like that, you know, uh, the, the people right, that are Right, but they're out there only protesting. talking about people broke, breaking things and stuff like that. You know, they're only no, talking about... I think about... he's talking about all of them. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah. uh, that, that was sort of the impression that well, I got. Well, I'm sure there are a lot of people that believe it's crazy to protest the government. I mean, they don't want to get hurt. They see all these people getting hurt and sprayed. I think and the evidence might gassed. be that it is, in fact, crazy to uh, protest the government. No, I believe it's the only sane thing to do. The yeah. only sane thing to do is to rise up against tyranny when it when it begins. Because if you don't, then you're just you're part of the problem. You're enabling this uh, the situation, and they will continue. The tyranny will continue to uh, to rise and become more powerful and more intrusive in our lives until there's no way that you can stand up and speak out anymore. I, I understand what you're saying. I'm just saying that if uh, if crazy is a significant deviation from what is normal, then 
to protest, I'm saying, if is what crazy. Is, if you're saying what is normal is to sit and do nothing. Do nothing. Okay, sit in fine. your hands and sit in your yeah. home nice and quietly. For me, normal is working for freedom and working for liberty and doing whatever it takes to get there sooner rather than later. And shame on all those people that are sitting silently tonight as these things go on across the country. And it's not just in St. Paul. Mark, you've got a police uh, state story involving cameras and the police, and we might get to that here in moments. This is Free Talk Live. Only moments remain. Just enough time for your call if you make it now at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. Let's get that number. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. If you like the show, you like what we're doing here on Free Talk Live, the coverage of things you just won't hear anywhere else in the world of talk radio, the message of liberty. If you want to help this show get into more ears across the internet and on new radio stations, you can help us by becoming an amplifier. Please go to amp.freetalklive.com to learn more about the program. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. It's a great way to help us get this word out to more people and it works. We've got new radio stations coming on board on a pretty much a monthly basis at this point, and we'd like to increase that uh, those numbers, and we will with your help. So please go to amp.freetalklive.com. You'll learn about the perks you get, like access to the amp-only call-in lines, chat room, forum, and more. All the details at amp.freetalklive.com. In a four-week clinical trial, participants uh, who were taking uh, DEXC20 were advised to maintain their normal eating and exercise habits, and without changing their daily routine, eight, routine 83% of participants using the key component in DEXC20 lost weight, and 72% lost inches off their waist. I've been taking it. It's working for me. DEXC20, you can get it at Walgreens, CVS, Rite Aid, um, and you can get it at diet.freetalklive.com. That's diet.freetalklive.com. We're going to continue here. Mark, I know you have a police state story that's not related to St. Paul because the police states all over the place. It's not just in St. Paul. It's just concentrated in St. Paul. It's most obvious in St. Paul, Minnesota, where we continue with your phone calls. And we have another caller, Ken, who's normally in Michigan, is also in St. Paul at the moment. You're on Free Talk Live, Ken, on the amp line. Hey, guys. Yeah, speaking of the police state, I was, uh, we actually were downtown in St. Paul today. And uh, let me tell you, it was definitely terrifying to be around all the Homeland Security, the Secret Service. Terrifying. The, uh, You're supposed to feel safe. Wait a minute, Ken. Why, wait, wait. Why were you terrified? They're there to serve and protect you. You're supposed to be feeling safe with those guys around. Uh, I'm just not. I just didn't want to make any eye contact with my slave master because I didn't want to bring any attention to myself. For mm-hmm. one, I had a Free State Project shirt on, and uh, I really didn't want to get out of the car once we drove by. And so, wow. I mean, there must have been hundreds and hundreds of these uh, gangsters with billy clubs and guns and whatnot. They had mm-hmm. guys with fatigues, MPs in the army, and things of that nature. And yeah, they don't really smile at you too much, you know. So they don't really exactly make you feel too safe or, yep. or You're the enemy. whatnot. Yeah, but, that, you uh, felt like the it, enemy. <laughs> Apparently right. I am, you know. Yeah. But uh, so in addition, over and above that, um, so we're at the uh, little concert here for, uh, for the Ron Paul deal, and there's good about five thousand plus people here tonight. And me, about me, Keith, William, Jim, Chris, and a few other free staters are, free you staters. know, you know, you doing the crowd for uh, the Free State Project, you know, the cool. same pamphlets and the Free Talk Live pamphlets. How's it going? Are you getting a good recept, warm reception so far? Oh, absolutely. There's not one person that has anything bad to say. In fact, you know, this is interesting. Signing I, I'm sorry to interrupt, to interject something here. There's been this, uh, there's this thread over on the Ron Paul forums about the Free State Project, and it's mostly a negative thread with the exception of the Free Staters that are in there posting. And I think it's interesting that you're, you're finding a different turnout as far as the... Uh, 
as far as the amount of people that are there in actually in St. Paul that are much more receptive than the people on the Internet, I think it's because of that filtering mechanism that we sort of have going on here in, in New Hampshire to some extent. Again, talking about the Free State Project, 20,000 liberty-loving activists were trying to recruit them to move here to New Hampshire. Uh, and the, the biggest thing is we see from people that... You know, they they say that, oh, it's too cold, or they have some other excuse. There's always some sort of excuse they have as to why they can't come to New Hampshire if they knew that another 19,999 other Liberty Lovers were, why they wouldn't come to New Hampshire. And I think it's that just people on the Internet are just full of it. You know, they just talk a big game on the Internet, and they don't actually do anything besides post on message boards and things like that, whereas the people that have actually gone out to the Ron Paul convention there are much more likely to be doers. people. Uh, to, yeah, to be the doers, the people that aren't just on the Internet debating uh, you know, or intellectually masturbating one another on a message board or something like that. These are the people that are actually willing to get out and get active. Is that what the, kind of what the feeling you're getting? Well, I mean, the, on, the, on those forums over there, I mean, you got a lot of cranks that just sit there and play the games back and forth with each other. Like, they have all these posts. They like to, you know, see their little, you know, see each other talk and this and that. But, uh, I mean, over here, this is where the, the people that spend money and they actually are really about this, you know, they're really here for this campaign for Libby are trying to come out and, and make it happen, you know. So I'm not really too concerned with those people. We were at the book signing earlier today, and there was definitely a couple thousand people at the mall, and we worked every single one of them, and not one person told us to, you know what I mean, go yeah. do something with yourself, you know what I'm saying? That's so great. The people on the forum, they can, you know what I mean, just stay in their own state and get fed. But I'll That's what they're going to do. You stay right where you are. We'll be having all the fun and being free. Exactly. And one more thing. Yes, basically, uh, you know, these people, they just... Uh, <laughs> They just don't get it, you know what I mean? They just, they'd rather sit home and do nothing and complain as usual. That's what we've been doing all along. And a lot of these people are uh, seeing the police state in, in action here, and they're feeling for themselves just like I felt it today. And I'll tell you what, you want to be in New Hampshire around your brothers and your sisters in order to defend yourself and when times get rough because these guys, these, these thugs do not like you at all, period. They look down on you, and they're staring and glaring at you every time you you walk around them, you know what I mean? So uh, you definitely got to be with your with your backup crew in uh, New Hampshire, and that's why I'll be there in the spring. Awesome. Thanks for doing all that great work out there on behalf of the, the Free State Project and also uh, Free Talk Live. And, Ken, thanks for the call tonight, dude. Appreciate yeah, thanks it. for that. 800-259-9231. That's the number here to get you uh, your thoughts in in the remaining moments of this Labor Day edition of Free Talk Live. Mark, uh, re- reflections on, on what we've we've heard tonight about the, the St. Paul situation so far. Um. I, in 2012, this is going to be worse, people. Yeah, it's going to continue to get worse. That's what it I was, was thinking. bad in 2004. Um, it, it was, uh, as as far as I know, non-existent in 2000. Bad in 2004. Worse now. Uh, they're doing preemptive strikes on uh, peaceful protest groups. Yeah. I mean, it's just nuts. They're using, uh, you know, big, giant super soakers of mace on uh, in America. Mm-hmm. That just doesn't make any sense to me. What's going to happen in 2012? Well, somebody's going to get shot and killed. It's going to be you mean, as far as a protester. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, uh, I agree with you, Mark. I think that this is a real call out to those who might have been sitting on the sidelines, sitting on the fence, those who have been watching and been very quiet, those who've been paying attention maybe to the Free State Project and have been debating whether or not to get involved. I have to say uh, what it was that Rich Angel said. He is one of the movers who moved from Montana. He's someone who actually left Montana, the great so-called Free State, and moved here to New Hampshire because he saw this was going to be where the action was. And he said on the Ridley Report, Report recently, what are you waiting for? 
What are you waiting for? If you've got to get your stuff in line, that makes sense. Start getting that in line and, and get get up here. But the longer you wait, the worse this situation is going to get. This should be a real conveying. This whole St. Paul situation should convey, and what happened in De- Denver to the protesters there, should really convey a sense of urgency to you. Yep. This can happen where you live. It really can. Right. It's, it's coming, people. We're showing it to you. We are opening the porthole so you can see what's happening. And... You know, there's going to come a time if you don't do anything now, there's going to come a time when you say, man, I should have done something before. And now is the before. Right. You need to do something about liberty. What are you going to tell your grandchildren? You know, I mean, your excuse is, well, I can't do it because it's too cold. Well, come on. Come on. They didn't do that at Valley Forge. No. I mean, is this, what liberty, heat is like this what liberty means to us? Right. It's too cold. We have heaters here in New Hampshire. Believe me, you'll yeah. be fine. Not like they had back in the 1700s. They certainly didn't have what we had They didn't have, have anything today. like that. Those guys out there were substandard uh, clothing. So... Yeah, just um, I want to point out the good news here today. I mean, we've been talking about the police state all night, but the good news is we've been here in New Hampshire, you and I, Mark, as early movers, uh, for now two years. Today is our two-year anniversary. Two years ago today, we were not on the air because we were still setting up the studio mm-hmm. as we had secretly and silently moved up here over the Labor Day weekend, dro- uh, drove straight through from Florida, a 26-hour drive uh, straight here. And looking back on the last two years here in New Hampshire, it has been a fantastic experience Surrounded by some of the best people, the just the highest quality people, best activists I've ever met. And I was talking with Toby from Freemise TV yesterday out at uh, Social Sundays, kind of this weekly, uh, weekly hangout we have here in the Keene area. And we were talking about these flyers that we'd, we'd made up to distribute uh, out here in Keene, the Keene, New Hampshire area. There was a music festival over the weekend. We went with like five activists and hit the crowd with 300 flyers, got rid of them all. And Great idea. Yeah, and it was it was a, a flyer that basically pre- presented a bunch of liberty-oriented websites and sort of presented it in a reverse psychology fashion. It said "warning" at the top, and it's you know it says these under no circumstances should you visit the following websites, and then it goes to list off freekeen.com and Free Talk Live and Free Minds TV, Obscured Truth, uh, Anarchy in Your Head, the New Hampshire Free Press, and Toby made a really great point. He said that you know two years ago when you guys had just gotten here, if we'd made a flyer like this it would have had one website on it but now we have all of this different activity going on just after two years time after literally only a few hundred people have moved here to new hampshire there's all of this buzz there's all of this activity that's happening that's never happened before and i'm just you know really excited to see what new ideas are going to come out within the next couple of years what other things are going to be happening and the more people get here, the more of these great things will start to happen sooner rather than later. Well, they are going to happen, and the sooner you get here, the sooner they're going to happen with you. Exactly. It's Vinny in here with you. And Mark. We will return tomorrow night. You can join us online in the meantime at freetalklive.com. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office product, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supply, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Amazon.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, a great deal, delivery to your door, and a percentage of your purchase will go to Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon through Amazon.freetalklive.com.